Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Boys! Mm. Bruce Wayne meets Clark Kent. I love it. I love bringing people together. How are we? Lex. Hi, hello. Lex, it is a pleasure. Ow, wow, that is a good grip. You should not pick a fight with this person. This is insane, you guys. Yo, this is sexy. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the PanelsOnPages.com podcast with your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not sorry for saying it. Jason Nyes. Motherfucker, I won best costume. Jose Guzman. Yeah, I know nothing about Firestorm, except for his hat's always burning. And Kelly Harris. Boy, oh, love, it appears we got a penis in the mail. <laughs> I glued my fucking eyes shut! <laughs> I just want to see all uh-huh. these Yelp reviews of Jose's jizz. <laughs> Oh, sorry, I knocked over the salt. Like you had anything better to do. Hot diggity damn. Uh, today is Tuesday, March 20... I'm going to say 9th? Let's go 29th. Yeah. Nailed it. And this is uh, episode number 333 of the com podcast. Flagship title of your podcast network. Find all of them shits at pcn.panelsonpages.com. I'm your host, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez. Joining me on the line tonight, we got Mr. Jason Nyes. I'm going to be feeding all you cherry jolly ranchers tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Harris. Tranquilo, everybody. <laughs> Tranquilo. Uh, Jose Guzman will be joining us later on. We're talking a little bit of Daredevil today, and he still hasn't seen it because he's a fucking slack ass loser. Uh, much <laughs> like the man to my immediate right joining us in studio, my good buddy Goat. I, I have nothing prepared for this. <laughs> Come on, you've done the show before. About four hours ago, I'm like, hey, when can we be on the show? And he's like, sure. <laughs> so, yeah. Although that does imply that you come prepared any other night. But, you know. Right, yeah, I don't. I don't yeah, no, no, no. One of the uh, most so yeah, popping um, pop chats that we've seen in years. <laughs> the, yeah. Fuck it. The, one of the, probably the most divisive comic book movie of the modern era. <laughs> Has ironically brought together more people in the chat. <laughs> I don't even know if you need to say modern era because, I mean, what is more? What is even more divisive? Uh, Man, I think you're right. Really got upset about those Batman movie serials. Like, <laughs> let me tell you something. <laughs> I think you're right because, like, it's not like there's anybody out there that you know liked Batman and Robin who would fight you if you didn't. I mean, except for Kerouac. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> But you know we can all take him collectively. It's all right. Well, maybe let's. Let, I wonder if I would go back and look at those Batman movie serials. I bet there's like a colored in the background, and someone would get real <laughs> upset about that. Uh, I will put money that there isn't. <laughs> so, there is. It's a white guy with a painted face. <laughs> Speaking of blackface, <laughs> did you guys hear about this movie where Zoe Saldana's in blackface? 
playing. Isn't Zoe Saldana just black? No, she's no, not. not. She's, is she not? She's uh, actually Colombian. Oh, okay. So uh, she's playing Nina Simone. So they put yes. her in blackface and like gave her a prosthetic nose. But I saw this on the Wendy Williams show this morning, guys. <laughs> but like, it's it it it's hard for me to consider that blackface. When she's already pretty brown to begin with. But why couldn't they get a black person well, you know, to play that? You know who they should have gotten? They should have gotten fucking Leslie Jones because she looks exactly like Nina Simone. Yeah, she does. Exactly. Yeah. Like, Zoe Saldana is gorgeous. Nina Simone oh, was not. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. Uh, uh, Zoe Saldana's father, his, her father is from the Dominican Republic, and her mother is from Puerto Rico. Oh, it's also happy. also has Haitian and Lebanese roots. Mm, all right. All right. And to be fair, Dominicans are pretty dark, man. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's certainly darker on the spectrum than any of us right. gringo motherfuckers. Right, right. So. At least it wasn't like Elizabeth Banks playing Nina Simone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I uh, trained with a guy uh, named Dufresne Rodriguez, and you know, the other day I'm like, you know, just not for nothing, but you wear the Rodriguez better than I do. <laughs> 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 One of us would pass for Rodriguez in a lineup. The other would not so much. Uh, but yeah, okay, this is the one and only time uh, we're going to say it tonight. Fucking spoiler alert, city. We're going to be talking in depth and in great detail about the Daredevils and about the Batmans and the Supermans and all that stuff. Um, we're going to lead with the Daredevils because uh, it's weird. I'm inclined to close with the Daredevil. So we can end on a high note. But realistically, the Batmans is probably going to take a bit longer to get through. I, so. But see, <clears throat> well, well, besides Kelly, all of us have seen Batman be Superman. True. And Ke- Kelly... Is downright is at this point Kelly's boycotting it. <laughs> yeah, don't no, fuck this movie. But like, I'm never, I'm not seeing it. Lee, I saw your opinions on on social media, and you seemed pretty, pre- pretty positive about it. I mean, not necessarily positive, but you weren't very negative. I've had some time to think on it since then. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll we'll get to all that later on. Uh. I think Goat is going to, uh, what's the word, um, recuse himself, I think. I'm going to go fuck go. off downstairs. Yes, there it is. <laughs> That's it. So, yeah, because he has not seen the Daredevils yet. Not all of them. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'll uh, give you a shout when it's time to come back up. Okay. Are okay. we going to do uh, in the of the week, like the, our week segment? Are we doing that tonight? Um, we can, but if you anything you want to talk about, sure. I, I do. Okay, I, yeah. I want to start me... us off hot. So... <laughs> I want to start us off hot. So, okay. okay. So our good friend Justin is taking a nice two-week vacation going to a tropical paradise. and Like an actual tropical paradise? Yeah, he's going to Hawaii. Okay. So, Lee, you remember his roommate Mario. Oh, I will never forget his roommate Mario. <laughs> Wait, tell, tell, the, tell the nice people why you remember his roommate Mario. <laughs> because no person alive has ever cut me off in the middle of a sentence Looked me up and down and went, wait, you're straight? Uh, Ever before. This was <laughs> C2E2 2015. Yeah, but that guy did. He's a lovely human, but that shit happened. <laughs> so, 
while Justin's gone, uh, supposedly uh, his Mario is planning his his roommate is planning nonstop orgies. Oh, <laughs> oh God! So I made a list for Justin as his going away present of things that are less gay than what's going to happen at his house. <laughs> All right. So the, uh, the I told Justin the events at your house will be gayer than. Dried cum on a mustache, an episode of Ellen, a burly trucker putting his dick in a glory hole, Todd Crisley's sexual fantasies, someone ordering a juicy Italian sausage at Pride Fest, an asshole that whistles, binge watching all of Glee, a boner that leads to self discovery, the repressed urges of the insane clown posse, assless chaps, Liberace at the YMCA. Testicles constricted by fishnets. <laughs> oh. Tom Hanks in Philadelphia. <laughs> a lubed up cucumber on the gay club dance floor. <laughs> and and in strong. A frat bro that a frat bro that says no homo as he enters his friend. <laughs> <laughs> I also did get some uh, I, I asked Mahoney for some for some help on this. He gave me three entries. His are Rock Hudson, <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell's nipples, and that guy who S'd your D that time. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. No. Uh, so how did Dustin react to this? Okay, so I guess that answered my question. He definitely knows this is the plan, right? Yeah. And let me just say, like, for the record, that ain't cool. <laughs> He Justin has a deadbolt on his jo- on the door to his room, so it's okay. good call. Okay, all right, okay, all right. Like, slightly, you know, less uncool now. Does he have a deadbolt on the inside or the outside of his room? <laughs> on the inside. Okay, because if he had it on the outside, I would suspect he had Oscar winner Brie Larson in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's that's a that's painting the word picture, son. That's what I, that's what I did at work on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sure if you broke out of the calculator you can find out exactly how much each one of those uh, line items got you in the paycheck <laughs> probably <laughs> <laughs> uh, amazing Jesus Christ well if you have uh, entries in the what's what's not as gay as an orgy in Justin's apartment <laughs> add us at panels on pages on twitter Goddamn right what's the hashtag give us a hashtag Kelly Oh, shit. Oh, hang on. I need to think. Because it's hard. Because it would be easier to say gayer than Justin's house. But it's less gay than Justin's house. <laughs> that works. <laughs> less gay than J. <laughs> LGJH. <laughs> less gay than J sounds like one of those power punk bands. <laughs> Now coming up on the second stage of Warp Tour, less gay than Jay. <laughs> and they're a yellow card cover band. <laughs> I don't know why, but they are. Oh God, let's see what else. Um, yeah, no offense to all of our gay listeners, all zero of them. Zero. Well, we got at least one. I know <laughs> they, they don't take offense. This my list was given the the gay stamp of approval. Oh yeah, and besides, you know, it all just sounds factually accurate. Yeah. And again, I met this dude. That's all legit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, took no liberties there, Kelly. 
I mean, Justin once found his towel in a place it wasn't supposed to be, and he was told not to touch it. <laughs> oh. God. <laughs> Somebody needs to have a conversation about boundaries. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. Oh, man. All right. So, um, anything else you want, you want to hit on that before we move on? Anything uh, we're talking about? Uh, no, no, no. Let, I, I'd say... We, we should get right into some Daredevil. All right, let's get right into some fucking Daredevil. All right, I'm leaving. Okay. The thin PS4 controller, may have to amp and power to make the sound come on, because that shit will have turned off while you were gone. Okay, all right, you figured it out. You got it. You're good. So last we left last week, Lee, you had made it up until episode eight. Where yes, which at- is when Frank meets uh, Fisk in the prison. Yes, which, like... S- so, Mary and I were watching it two and three episodes at a time, and that was one of the episodes where we were like either two in or just one in. So it was easy just to go on to nine with with no problem. But you and Nicole stopped at eight and didn't get to nine for a couple days, or did you did you get to nine the next day? Uh, hard That's... to say. I think it might have been the next day because I think we kind of did the same thing. I think we managed to get like two in a day. Which is certainly the way to do it, to not get burned out on it. So it was certainly the next night, because there's no fucking way we could have gone longer than yeah, that. that because that's tough. Because It's a masterfully crafted cliffhanger, man. And yeah. they gave us no inkling that it was going to happen. No, that, that might be my favorite fucking thing about it. That there was nothing that said he was going to be in it ever. Yeah, I mentioned to Lee, even, that I remember seeing when the Daredevil Season 2 trailer came out, Vincent D'Onofrio tweeted at Charlie Cox and Johnny Bernthal, and he was like, "Oh man, guys, this looks great! Can't wait to see it." That's <laughs> good, like, that's you fucking awesome, motherfucker! That is great. That's that is so, so awesome. good. And then, and then, you know, he—is it the next episode where Matt goes to the prison? Uh it might geez. be the one after, but yeah, it's with him. Uh, it is. It is episode ten, the man in the box, where uh, because. Ooh. In nine, Fisk helps Frank escape. Yes. In ten, right. uh, Matt goes to the prison to interrogate Fisk about it. And that scene between the two of them is fucking intense. Oh, it sets up Born Again so well. It really does. Like between that scene and you know him outing himself to Karen, you're like, oh, Born Again's gonna happen. And it's gonna be terrible. Yep. Now. Give me the cliff notes on Born Again real quick. Born Again is... I think it might be Miller's last Daredevil arc. Uh, I think it was... I think that happened before Man Without Fear. Okay, yeah, yeah. But it's kind of the, like in continuity. Cause yes, yes, yes. Kind of retelling of the origin, I guess. Yeah. But uh, it's... You know, Karen's been gone for a while. Like, she moved to California to become an actress. And, you know, this is, you know... Frogged up its time. It's like, you know, late 80s, you know, whatever. So she ended up not succeeding very well as an actress. Ended up doing pornos. Yes. And getting addicted to the drugs. Yes. Because in you know, 80s porno actresses all got addicted to drugs if, you know, popular culture is to be believed. And so she basically sold Daredevil's secret identity for a fix. Oh. To just some fucking guy. And it makes its way back to Fisk. Holy who shit. quietly and like without fanfare completely dismantles Murdoch's life. 
like you know has his practice blown up and like foggy thrown in jail for some shit like it's just it just you know it's ruthless and you know i don't believe you know it's kingpin until like halfway through the story yeah i don't think you do and they don't even meet until you know eventually matt puts it together like oh this gotta be this motherfucker and you know they they go and they fight and like and kingpin just beats him nearly fucking to death and he's on the lamb and all this shit and that's actually the story that introduced nuke yeah that's because eventually it gets weird when Nuke comes in it's and then very weird. Captain America. Yeah, the story <laughs> takes a really odd turn at that point. Like, it's still good, but it just all of a sudden is like, oh yeah, this is all in the Marvel Universe. Right, so you know, some shit can't go on fire and Captain America not show up to help out. Yeah, it's a really good story. And like to see that version of it on the Netflix show, to see... <laughs> when Fisk finds out, yeah, this motherfucker that locked me up is the same guy that beat the shit out of me in those in those long johns? Oh no, fuck this guy! <laughs> you know. But I feel like that's got to be two, three seasons away at it, least. It depends, yeah. man. Because I saw that Elodie Young was talking about how, you know, Grant. It's not up to her, of course, but like they don't have a story for Defenders yet. Like, there's not a plot in place for. It. I heard Joe Casada on a podcast talking about. It. It's like we know we're gonna have. A story called The Defenders, and these characters are going to be in it, and that's what it is right now. Like, you know, we're still in the very early planning stages because, you know, hell, Luke Cage and Iron Fist aren't even out yet, you know? So they have no Defenders. They have a plan, but there's nothing locked in yet. So Ellen At Young this was, point, I'd almost want to scrap Defenders and just have it all happen organically into, instead of trying to force it. Well, that's the thing, though, because I thought, you know, she said it'd be cool if, you know, Elector's Return was in Defenders. And, like, Defenders will probably, presumably, come before Daredevil season three. So, you know, the threat of a resurrected Electra and the hand could be just the thing to catalyze to bring together these, you know, kind of heroes to fight because Daredevil clearly can't do it alone. I, I think that makes sense. Have Electra be the heavy of Defenders, but I think Defenders is is after a third season of Daredevil. Yeah, I think so too. Because we still need yeah. Iron Fist to happen. I, right. I think I think we're we're getting another Daredevil season next year at some point. You got you have to at this point, especially, yeah, I think so. especially with how well the especially second with the season hit cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah, that happened too. But when, when we uh, got ready to start, you know, it was going to be we knew it was going to be our last night of Daredevil. You're getting ready to start episode twelve or whatever. Got two episodes left, and I said to Nicole, two episodes, two episodes left. Two these motherfuckers are gonna end on a cliffhanger. <laughs> There's no way they're not gonna end on a cliffhanger. And boy, how what a cliffhanger it was. Well, I mean, there were there were a couple cliffhangers in there, but I think things wrapped up for the season decently oh, yeah. enough to where yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah, know. they closed the loops in a really positive way. I feel like, but you know, yeah. but but you know, they uh they pan down across Electra's graves. And I, and I shouted through him and go, those motherfuckers took her body! <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking, like, I, I adore my wife. I love her so much. And we had such a fun time watching this uh, entire show. And Electra gets run through with, with a sigh. And, and Mary starts to kind of pout a little bit. She, and she was pissed off. She was like, I can't believe... I can't believe they'd just kill Electra like that. And I had to just cut my eyes at her. And I <laughs> and I was like, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about fucking immortal ninjas here. 
and they've got a fucking tomb that apparently keeps things alive. So I'm I'm gonna guess that Electra will be back sometime soon. <laughs> yeah, Nobu died a million times, and that motherfucker kept coming back. But you know, I just th- I never thought about this until just now. That like not having Bullseye kill Electra will kind of change the dynamic between him and Matt once Shit, they. Shit, you're kind of right. Because that's like the big thing with those two is you killed Electra, <laughs> you killed Karen, yeah, you, you killed kill Mila. Karen. Like you know, he kills. Yeah, that's what Bullseye does. Bullseye kills the thing that Matt Murdock loves. Yeah, yeah well, so that'll definitely just, change the dynamic. I I was very much on top of things this season. I felt like I, I I don't think the season was predictable, but I was very in tune with where they were going story wise and with the twists and so on and so forth, to the point where Frank gets out of prison and the DA gets shot in the back, and I'm like, okay, th- that can't be Frank because no right, yeah, it yeah. can't be Frank because it was sloppy. Foggy got hit, and they didn't show him. So I'm thinking, oh, fuck. Did they get Bullseye to frame Frank? And it didn't end up being Bullseye, but excuse me. You know, that did run through my mind. I'm glad they didn't push Bullseye this season because there was plenty. Like, Like there there wasn't too much going on at all. There was, like, just enough. And I think adding Bullseye into it would have muddied the waters too much. Uh, you know, going back to episode nine, Frank in prison. Uh, Jesus Fisk's, fuck. Fisk's whole <laughs> rise to power in prison. You know, the the episode was called Seven Minutes in Heaven, and they gave Frank seven minutes to fucking shiv the fuck out of William Forsyth and his gang and just covered in blood. And then Fisk sends all the other prisoners after him. <laughs> and he, he, he clears that hallway. Just the whole season, bloody. I love the fact that that Gory does that. Like when Frank fights all those guys, and when Matt fights all the ninjas, like they take hits. Yes, you know what I mean. Like they're not invincible. You know what I mean. Like they take hits, and the hits matter. Like they fucking get rocked. You know, like like you know, like, you know, Frank gets fucking stabbed. Like you know, he has to deal with being stabbed, and his face fucking stays purple the rest of the season. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, his face was fucked up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, going back to, because we didn't really talk any spoilers last week, right? You know, just no. we we talked up till episode eight, just about the quality of it and uh, Electra's reveal at the end of uh, three, I think three or four. Yeah, four. four. At the end of four was great. The fact that Matt didn't hear her, didn't sense her in in his house. And uh, I loved their backstory, them their their kind of fucked up natural born killers love affair. It, it, and then it got like all the more tragic when you know you find out stick fucking yes. sticked her on him. You yes. know, like Jesus Christ. And she, well, a little young as Electra, like that's a version of Electra I've never imagined before just kind of a spoiled brat trust fund kid with a fucking bloodlust which is funny because that's exactly how she was portrayed in the comics who who just gets off on on slash slashing little kids throats yeah she's a fucking thrill seeker 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the cool thing, too, when we were watching it, is that, you know, I forget what it was, but Electra did something. And she's like, what the fuck? That's not Electra. And I go, honey, you're bringing that movie shit in, <laughs> That is absolutely Electra. <laughs> yeah, this is very much Frank Miller Electra. She yes. cuts that kid's neck, that kid ninja. And then Matt's like, I saw your fucking blood pressure rise. Your right. heart was beating fast. I smelled like, your vagina get wet. <laughs> like... Like, the one thing I was super upset about when they killed Ben Urich last season was that we'd never get the scene with him and Elektra in the movie theater. But then she does the same shit to those poor fuckers in the car, so you kind of yeah. get it there. But it, it's just, it, that scene is so intense in the comics. Like, that yeah. is one of my favorite scenes in any comic, where she's, they're having this conversation, and then all of a sudden she's like, no, you're going to die. And then just stabs him through the seat. The movie the, theater seat, yeah. Movie. I think in the grand scheme of things, they probably should have kept Ben Yurick alive because, you know, I didn't, I wasn't, I'm not really a huge fan of fucking H. John Benjamin, uh, you know, <laughs> da- Daily Planet editor <laughs> being Karen Page's uh, best bro. Like, you know, that could have been Ben Ben Yurick the entire time. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's one of those things that they just, you know, I you hope for success, but I guess they didn't plan on it being such a fucking success. Plus, you know. The scene where Fist gets him is a fucking wonderful scene, though. And it's such a... You didn't expect it when it Right. It, like, yeah. Oh, something's going to yeah. stop him. Yeah, well, they wouldn't kill Ben Yura. <laughs> oh, any minute now, he's going to come to that window. Any minute. Yep. Where, okay. Any, where, where is he? What <laughs> oh, is, no, he's not coming! <laughs> what is the giant hole that the hand are digging? Is that something from the comics? I've I thought I, I stumbled upon an article that suggested it was something from the comics. I don't know about that because I mean, yeah, I don't know what the hell it is. I don't know what they're coming from, what they're trying to do. I I don't know for sure. Like I was really worried they're going to bring in the Beast and then we we're going to get Shadowland or something. Oh, and then it becomes the worst uh, TV show ever made. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you know what? I have the confidence that this show could take that story yeah. and make it decent. Yeah, give them some credit, Lee. That's true. <laughs> Because I think there is a good story in that idea. You know, you're right. There is a story there. The problem, they, yeah, they just jump too many fucking steps to get there in the comics. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, because before you get to that, you get Matt Murdock leaving the hand. And that is a that stuff is story. Rad. Yeah. That stuff is pretty good. So many great just mark out moments that whole season. Like I, I said last week, when Elektra picks up the sigh for the first time, it's just like, oh, that shit's cool. <laughs> Yeah, it uh, did, le- like, you know, legitimately give me goosebumps a number of times. <laughs> you know. Everyone in it is amazing. Like, we talked a little bit about, you know, the the graveyard scene that Matt and Frank have yeah. Uh, yeah. after he busts him out. And just the amazing monologue that Bernthal gets. And he gets another one, not quite as long, but so fucking powerful when he's at the diner with Karen. Yeah. You know, yeah. and she's talking about how, like, you know, I'm not going to let anybody hurt me anymore. Like, anymore. And he's like... What? Are you fucking crazy? He says, you know, if they only hurt you because they matter, you know, and he's like, I'd give, he's like, my old lady could rip my fucking heart out and stomp that shit around the room, you know, as I'd give anything to have her hurt me that way again. And I'm like, (laughs) 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 oh God, (laughs) like, it's so fucking good. Like, Foggy was great this season. You know, it was great. Like he could and, get annoying and a little sad, especially when when he found out Matt was Daredevil last season. Oh, I hated him because he was just whining and bitching. Like, give the man a break. He's Daredevil. If there was one thing that I kind of that 
I didn't hate it because I can't possibly hate it because it was so fucking good, the whole thing. But like, I felt Karen's arc wasn't bad, but I feel like it was there sometimes purely to serve as exposition in some scenes and, and some, and to some kind places. Of give her something to do because. To give her something to do and to, you know, further the Punisher plot in a way yeah. that, like, you know, is more organic than somebody showing a slideshow of the police precinct. If this is what a Frank Castle is. Like, and it led to some really great, like, the, the relationship between Frank and Karen I really, really liked. And we wouldn't get that were it not for that stuff. You know, so it's, so it's definitely forgivable because all the stuff with the two of them together is gold. Yeah, and it never gets to the point where, like, they're fucking about to kiss or anything like that. It's Right, right. It's not a romantic thing. It's, it's they understand each other and, and they're identifying with one another. Uh, you know, it gave Karen something to do also because she's one of the only people on that show who didn't know that Matt was Daredevil. So right. finally in that last episode, that last scene, and he tells her, I'm just like, fucking finally! <laughs> like <laughs> Because every episode, she's like talking to Matt. She's talking to Foggy. And she's like, what's going on, guys? Tell me the truth. And they're both like, eh, Karen, you don't want to know. And she's like, oh, Fuck That's you like, guys! You can feel her frustration <laughs> in those moments, though, which is really good. Like, just they fight tell the, her. The, uh, they fight in the hospital, the courtroom. Whenever he finds out about Electra, and they fucking both storm off. She's like, "These cocks!" Like, nobody's gonna tell me shit. Nobody. <laughs> All the shit that I've done for you, motherfuckers. But like, at I some love point, the scene where she walks into the house and finds Electra in the bed, and as she like storms out, sticks just like, "Nice meeting you." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what a dick. But really, they had, like, two dates. Come on. Come on, Karen. Stick is such an asshole. At some point, with all of the shit Matt's got going on, Karen's got to be, like, yeah, he's probably Daredevil. (laughs) (laughs) He's always missing work. He's always beat up. He stays out late. I can never get a hold of him. There's a blind master in his house. (laughs) Probably Daredevil. (laughs) Uh, one uh, one of my few criticisms of the season was I wanted more Frank in that final battle. I wanted him yeah, to mow down just wave after wave of ninja. Well, the problem with that, I, I get what you're saying, but the problem with that is that the minute Frank shows up, it's kind of over. Yes. You know what I mean? Because, you know, no matter when he comes in there, when he's, you know, has a fucking sniper. When you bring a sniper rifle to a ninja fight... <laughs> You win the ninja fight. <laughs> but I think there there was an opportunity for a higher body count for Frank. Absolutely. A little yeah. bit more Frank action that we just didn't get. And then you see him walking away from his exploding house with a fucking minigun under his arm. <laughs> that was yes. amazing. Like, yes, yes, please. So what do you think? Do you think, I mean, does a Punisher show work? On Netflix? Yes. Oh, I think absolutely. That was yeah. an, that was another reason why I knew he didn't shoot the DA in the back because his whole thing is he's just killing the guilty. He's he's punishing the guilty. And as soon as even if the, the DA was corrupt and fucking shady, but as soon as you shoot someone who is not quote unquote guilty, that character is irredeemable in the Marvel cinematic universe. Right. So it couldn't have, it couldn't have been him. And you know it's you know one shot one kill. He would never spray yes. fire into a fucking right. building. <clears throat> uh, I think uh, Punisher Netflix show 
could absolutely work and would be wildly different than anything we've seen with Daredevil or Jessica Jones. Fucking Punisher taking down Manucci. I'd watch that in a fucking heartbeat. Yep. Do Jigsaw again. Why not? Jigsaw? (laughs) Jigsaw. I I liked in some of the Easter egg videos and articles I read about uh, Daredevil Season 2, a few of them were like, oh yeah, and a couple times the characters reference that the city's a war zone, which is a reference to Punisher's third movie outing, outing Punisher <laughs> Wars. I'm like, nope, 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 uh, nope, nope. <laughs> although I did like that uh, Punisher and Kingpin were in cell block D. I was like, that is kind of a nice touch. That's kind of good. Because that's a deep cut. But when Matt gets arrested for being Daredevil and thrown in prison at the end of Bendis' run, he gets put in cell block D. Hey, cool. And I thought I figured I didn't guess that Kingpin was showing up. I, I didn't see it coming, but I assumed Frank's in jail. Like there's gotta be they gotta cross paths at some point. Why not? Why wouldn't you have that? Oh yeah, Juan in the chat saying that Stiltman's legs are in uh Milton's workshop still. Is it Milton? Is that a No Melvin. Melvin. Melvin, Melvin. Yeah. yeah. Who compared to last season a lot less uh, of mice and men. I liked oh, him yeah. a lot in this. <laughs> season, <also> a lot. <laughs> they were in uh, season one too. The stiltman legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed him in season one. I didn't notice him this time around. Uh, Daredevil getting shot point blank by the Punisher at the end of episode one, and then Melvin had to solder his mask together. That looked cool. Yeah, I, I think the suit in general looked great this season compared so to last season. Suit mm-hmm. was great. I love that he just kind of, you know, he just happened to have some shit on hand for Betsy in case shit goes bad. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, you can have it, but, you know, I've made this for Betsy. Yeah. <laughs> like, goddamn, Elvin. <laughs> uh, Electra's suit was pretty sweet. The the way they came to getting the Punisher skull on, on Frank's flak jacket, great. All in all, one of my most enjoyable live-action superhero experiences of my life. Yeah. It was just, it was Bar one thing after another. It's so great. And, you know, it's kind of, I was talking to Thatcher about it a little bit, you know, and he said that, you know, his internet went out, like, five seconds into the first fight Matt and Electra have with all those ninjas in her apartment or whatever. <laughs> oh. And he lost his goddamn mind and said, I would have killed someone. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you know why? Because I've waited my entire fucking life to see this and go i know my whole fucking life i never thought i'd get this good on tv <laughs> <laughs> i i know you guys love punisher Warzone, but with what we got in daredevil season two and and Burnthal, you gotta you gotta say that that's a piece of shit now <laughs> you gotta admit it's it a piece of shit it's like, a fucking no, live I, action I still, cartoon i still love it yeah, i still love at it at this point like i've defended the daredevil movie for years but at this point i have no use for it there's oh, yeah fuck it yeah I, no I like reason. it too like, you know especially the far superior director's cut it is a superior and different movie but I don't know that I'll ever fucking watch it again nope. because I have this now. now like, yeah. no but I'll need. watch the shit out of Warzone again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll revisit this after we get Punisher season one. How about that? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it needs to. If if Punisher season one has 
anything like that opening scene of uh, Warzone with just killing everybody in the in that uh. You know, if he uh, puts you mean, puts a chair leg through someone's forehead. Well, yeah, I mean, like, he, I want crazy he, shit. I want to see him blow some blow some parkour douchebag up. No, like, that's the with stuff a v- I, veto. Yeah. veto any parkour douchebags. They're talking in the chat about the uh, the scene where Melvin gives Matt his new club, and I made so many noises, you guys. <laughs> I can't even begin to recreate here. Like I, I don't even know what it was, but like, just goddamn. When he Spider Maned off the building. Yeah, I made that noise too. That's one of those. (laughs) He's doing it. He's doing it. (laughs) In Daredevil season two, it it just goes to show that you can be dark and gritty and violent and and bleak at times with a comic book property in live action, yet it still be fun and enjoyable and wondrous and and just make make you excited for the next episode. And and like and there should be something fundamentally goofy about you know a bunch of ninjas fighting, <laughs> right? Like it, it should be silly, but it not for a fucking moment is it silly. Like it all just fucking works. Like because you know because they're they're scary, man. Like when they don't make a sound when they walk around and shit like that. Like yeah, that's the real ninja shit right there. <laughs> not even a heartbeat. Yeah, because them shits is gone. <laughs> I wonder when we'll get to see like them kill the hand and then they like disappear into dust like right comics yeah that'd be pretty baller because you know it, it, it works so well much like those old comics that you know you have this this very grounded you know real story with frank castle and this conspiracy and this cover and all this shit whatever and then also over here we have this magic ninja shit and it all works together in some fucking bizarre way. Like, it's massively fucking crap. And then over here... It makes the perfect intersection to fuck up Matt's life. Yeah, yeah exactly. Which is what you need for Daredevil. Right. And, and over Just, here, Claire Temple dealing with hospital bureaucracy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, again, an oddly riveting scene. Yes. It's like, there were fucking ninjas here and zombies, and you guys are just going to fucking brush it under the table? No, no I'm out. Fuck? Here is my ID. <laughs> that's fucked up, though, too. He never went to go see Fog in the hospital. I'm like, God damn, man, that's fucked up. That's cold, son. Yeah. That's cold. I tried to, you know, because Nicole went back and forth on Help Matt and Electra a few times. And, like, it's just, you know, Matt Murdock, more than probably most of the Marvel heroes, like, he's a very complicated character. Like, he's... He's a fucking Catholic that dresses up like the devil and beats the shit out of people. You know, like he's he's not he's not simple, not so black and white. And I feel like they've really captured that wonderfully in that show. Like, really got to the core essence of the character. Fucking wonderful. It 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 breaks my heart when his dual life of Daredevil fucks up his daily life. You know, he, he's not intentionally being an asshole to any of the people that he loves, but in their eyes, he looks like a, a fucking scumbag. Right. <laughs> a uh, yeah. blind scumbag. But, like, much more than Peter Parker. Because, like, Spider-Man kind of fucked up Peter Parker's life, too. Right? It's kind of the whole thing. But, you know, he's not a lawyer. Like, lives were not right. on the line. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like, and the spotlight could not have been on Foggy anymore. And it's like, where is this motherfucker? Oh, I know where he is. He's playing dress up. 
Yeah, Peter was just like the guy that's perpetually late. Matt's like fucking up people's lives. Yeah, he's at home yeah, washing his tights. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like he can't leave. He's got a bitch actively bleeding out in his apartment. Yeah. Like, what's yeah. he supposed to do? Leave her with stick? He's got to pour that. Uh, God, what was that mix of stuff? It was like. Like Clorox, like like bleed, like floor cleaner, and some really nasty shit. Baking soda, <laughs> like, baking soda, and then, yeah, and yeah. then uh, like, Stick was like, "Also, we need some hot tea." Where's and that then- tea? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh man, yeah, old ass grizzled as fuck. Scott Glenn as Stick is perfect casting too. Yeah, because apparently he really is a crazy old man who loves knives. <laughs> Typecast. Well, that just makes it that much more special. Yeah. Uh, another thing, I, I I hate to harp on things that bugged me because it's so perfect, and and I could just gush over Daredevil season two for hours, but the beginning of the season starts in a heat wave, and it ends during Christmas. I missed the passage of time there somewhere. I guess you can use the Punisher trial as the excuse for that. You guys still there? No. Yeah. yeah. I mean, instead of thinking about it, I think that kind of—I think that's probably on purpose. Yeah, but no, I kind of thought the same thing because all, when it was snowing in the end, at first I thought like she had been Elektra had been buried somewhere else, and like Mad and Stick flew out to wherever she was right. buried. And I was like, oh no, wait, it's just Christmas now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I thought it was supposed to be hot out. What's going on? Yeah. Or maybe it's just a fucking freak Indian summer shit in the fall. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, Luke Cage tease. Cool. Oh, man. Bring yeah. it on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what he says, I'm about damn tired of having to buy new clothes. <laughs> uh, That's one of those where it, uh, it fucking comes up in the cold just says, Yup! Yeah! <laughs> the <whole> fucking... <laughs> Loves Luke Cage now, as well she should. Luke Cage is the shit. And that guy in my culture ain't too hard to look at either. Nah, and he's he gonna, smells nice. You gonna wear the fuck out of them <laughs> yellow shirts. <laughs> Beautiful smells nice. He does. I fucking smelled him in person. <laughs> I, I walked past him and he smelled amazing. <laughs> it might not. Chance, it might not have been him who smelled nice. It could have been. Any any uh, other member of Jessica Jones or Daredevil season two that was in that room in that hallway, but uh, Luke Cage was standing right there, all muscly, right in front of me, <laughs> taking a fucking circular saw to his belly. It's going to town. So yeah, I think it's safe to say we all liked it. Yes. Yeah, yes. Oh God, yeah. Like I mean, it's the kind of thing I actively like. I have trouble like finding a thing to nitpick. Like, because it's just, I feel like they're, you know, yeah, even now, as you said that, you know, you had some problem with the pacing of the first season. This, yes. that, and I liked it a lot. I, I love the first season, too. But, like, there's, I feel like there's not a second that goes by that isn't used wisely in this season, too. And like, they, they did it great where, where they felt like they wrapped up the Punisher story where he's in jail and then Electra's right there and like let's let's do this thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it couldn't be 13 episodes of Daredevil narrowly missing the Punisher. You know what I mean? It's, right. it, it couldn't be that. And it wasn't they didn't try to make it that. It's not fucking Walking Dead where they just spin their wheels waiting for the next big thing to happen. 
I'm so ready for Negan to come and beat the shit out of somebody with that bat. There's no way he can show up and he'd be over with already. <laughs> you know what happened to last week's Walking Dead? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I saw what was k- kind of a spoiler for the last episode. Apparently, they teased that they sh- killed off a major character at the end of last week's episode. He got fucking hummed in the shoulder. He's going to be fine. <laughs> But yeah, that was the one thing they did amongst a bunch of fucking nothing. Like last episode, one moment at the end of a bunch of fucking nothing. Like Jesus Christ, this show. Pacing is the true enemy of The Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> I like that goddamn Daredevil though. That shit's a magic, magical. I tell you, so good. Loved it. All right, so we want to uh, take a break. Come back and. Uh dive dive head first into some hashtag batman v superman we will do exactly that thing uh this i was able to find a song about daredevil and a song about batman this week because i'm fucking thoughtful in my preparation for the show <laughs> that is i'm a goddamn professional you've only been doing this for 333 episodes come on in a long time bitch i've been podcasting so long i used to have to explain to somebody what a podcast was <laughs> <laughs> now everybody's got a podcast Goddamn trailblazer up in this motherfucker. This is the second one I've been on this week. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Enjoy this. Love you. Bye. Break. From the living tribunal to Ronan the accuser Ain't got no jurisprudence here, I swear I take cases bigger and better than this The attorney for the people of Earth 616 That's my associates, they can vouch for my ability Whether in a suit or in the city streets Walk with a damn cane, sunglasses are on Up in the courtroom, I got it going on From fighting against the kingpin We're stopping all the rumors Cause I'm not Daredevil, can't you read the shirt? Call me Matt Murdock If you had an accident, or if you were Places left you feeling hurt Lawyer to the stars, just like literal Sometimes I meet with the fantastic Four in the atmosphere Always down to hang out with the criminal It's a different kind of private practice That we're running here Welcome everyone to Nelson and Murdoch Why don't you have a seat? You need a glass of water? Here, just sign this contract Cause I can be the lawyer you need Yo, welcome everyone to Nelson and Murdoch Why don't you have a seat? You need a glass of water?
you need And I can be the word you need huh. For only like a small fee Ripped Apparel is your one-stop shop for limited edition t-shirts featuring all the crap that you already like anyway. Every day you're going to see three new limited edition designs available only for 24 hours. That's just a single day. After that, they're gone forever. And uh, best yet, if you want to check them out, buy a little something, something they're going to throw a little kickback to us, your folks, your friends here at the podcast. So go to panelsonpage.com. Click that banner at the top of the page or on the sidebar at pcn.panelsonpage.com. Or you can just update your bookmark. Check it on your phone every single morning. That's what I do. Uh, ripped. That's R-I-P-T dot panelsonpage.com. T-shirts start at just 10 bucks, and they'll kick us a little something every time. Help us keep the lights on. Help us keep the podcast going. Help us keep the side, side up. And gets you a pretty cool T-shirt, man. Cool swag. Cool shirts. Good people. Good deals from your favorite podcast. So check it out, ripped.panelsonpages.com, 24-hour limited edition t-shirts that are pretty damn awesome. Check it out. And uh, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. So what's up? You guys talk about Kingpin all day? Uh, We actually didn't talk about Kingpin a whole lot, but we did. Yeah, talked about a great many things. Have you watched any, Daredevil? No. Um, See, I can't imagine what that world is like. Yeah, that's that's not a world I'm living. <laughs> I, I think I'm on like season. I mean, episode five of, of season, season one. Now you've seen season one already, right? Yeah, you know, I've already seen it, but I'm watching it with my mom before we go into two because she she wants to watch it with like, me. Your mom won't know if you go ahead. Yeah. Like, like you can you can, you can watch it. And yeah, then, but like, then he's, you know, he's gonna have to watch watch it twice. <laughs> What's wrong with no, that? You know, he doesn't have to. He <laughs> fucking gets to. Yeah, it's a privilege. He gets to, son. Gets to. Allowed to. Yeah, hey. I'll get there. I'll get there. I'm not telling you the, how to the, live your life. The the one we just saw was the one where he. Um, the Kingpin's finally, you know, he's finally in it. They're saying Wilson Fisk. He went on the date. The Russian brother embarrassed him, and he took his head off with the car. Oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a bad Thursday night. Yeah. Every time some shit happens, I look at my mom, and I was like, you're not seeing that shit in the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> like, just think about it. Yeah, well, this is going on somewhere out there. A raccoon is hanging around with a tree. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a time and place for that. Light and fluffy. This is not it. <laughs> like I, that just made me very excited for just the weirdest Marvel Cinematic Universe meetups, like Groot meeting Kingpin or fucking Punisher meeting uh, Howard the Duck. <laughs> Punisher, Punisher meeting Rocket, and them two becoming immediately best friends. Oh my god! Like a Marvel team up anthology movie that would be so much fun. Well, they would kind of get along, wouldn't they? That's what I'm saying. They'd be Punisher and Rocket would fucking be best buds. I think at first Punisher would be like, "What is this? A fucking talking rat?" And then, yeah, and then Rocket the would gun. Rocket would disintegrate somebody, and Punisher would be like, "You all right, Rocket?" <laughs> <man?" laughs> 
You know what, raccoon? You all. Why don't you hop up on my shoulder, homie? Bring your tree friend. <laughs> Let's go have us a goddamn adventure. <laughs> all right. So you, you it, it, all of you guys have finished Daredevil, I take it? Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Goat's here. He has not, but he re- he recused himself from the uh, festivities during that time. Oh yeah, Goat's here. Yeah. What up, Goat? What up? Look at that. They, they brought in the fucking SWAT team for part two of this show. <laughs> <laughs> Jose, you, you're not seeing the chat right now. There There's at least a dozen people in the chat. This is, oh, shit. This is the we hottest. Bracket in numbers. The, the hottest fucking chat we've had in years. Yeah, at least a year, I would say, at least. Well, oh, there's okay. there. I think there are exactly 12. <laughs> take it. Hey, man, that's 12 more than last week. Okay, but, okay, but we've all seen... Batman v Superman, except for Kelly. Dawn of Justice, Electric Boogaloo, the Quest for Alexis Gold, except for me because except I'm for Kelly, because he won't, and we'll and, get and, into why momentarily. <laughs> and I'm just gonna throw this out here: I think it's gonna be best if Kelly just randomly gives opinions based on the film he hasn't seen at all. Just <laughs> you know what? I think I will. I think I will. <laughs> be like my favorite part is when Lex ate that baby, and we'll be like, "Well, fuck, I guess so." I don't know. You know, there is something I do have a question about that movie. I've seen sir. people talking on Twitter about someone drinking a cup of pee. <laughs> no one drinks this to me. It, it, do, it doesn't get drank, but there there is a cup of pee. Uh, it's a jar. It's a jar. A jar. Of pee. Yeah, it's a mason jar. A mason, mason jar. Okay. And he wrote "Grandma's lemonade" on a piece of masking tape and then stuck it to the jar of piss <laughs> as a sick burn to this senator, as a callback to a story that she told him right before he blows the fucking Capitol building up. <laughs> With an exploding wheelchair. And he, and he sits outside and goes, sick burn. When you say it like that, Lee, it sounds ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> because it is fucking ridiculous. Bear in mind, this is also a movie with not one, but two serial tie-ins. <laughs> For children. Hey, hey. Hey. Jose, fall down. Hey. <laughs> you, you okay there, Jose? Hello? Hello? Did, did a uh, dog... Grab your microphone and run off with it. I I guess the the back popped out for a second. Okay. Oh, and I I thought I was disconnected, but I just couldn't hear you guys. So See, I, I, I figured you saying "Hey" was just hey. chasing a dog. Hey. Said, before we We're get like, too far into it, the greased we... pig that stole okay. your microphone. Are, are we spoiler free, or are we fucking we doing spoil this? The fuck oh, out of spoil it. the fuck out okay. of it. Well, if you ain't seeing by now, it, it's your fault, because right. this is the highest grossing global event of all mankind. And really, I said this before the show, we can't spoil anything that it hasn't already been spoiled, really. Yeah, you, if you watch the trailer, you've fucking seen yeah. it, so I, we don't want to hear shit. How about this briefly, kind of give like a, like a quick, you know, just overall... How, how, how the feelings were, were, and I will gladly go first, came out of the movie and was like, I did not actively hate that. And great. Ah, all Tem- right. Tempered by lower expectations for sure, but like, I, like, yes. I hate it. I can see that. But the more I think about it, the more time goes on, the less I like it. Uh, I can see that too. But, but, now hold on. Can, can we just get this out of the way? Can we all agree? Ben Affleck, uh, come on, get off his ass. He was good, right? I think I never. Who who I, who, I, I never who, had okay, a negative let me ask opinion. You this. When he was got he cast. a good Batman? Yes or no? He gave a good performance. Was 
minus what the shit they had him do because right. you know he doesn't write he didn't write the script right he's playing apparently he fucking did well, we're in that outfit. <laughs> <laughs> the to be believed. Apparently, he did. He wrote. He wrote Granny's Peach Tea. <laughs> like, but, uh, but he was good. Not right? even in this scene. Come on, he was good. But he looked great. He looked great, and his uh, his Bruce Wayne was fucking awesome. Okay, how about you, uh, Nice? What do you got? Uh, are we talking? We talking uh, Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne Batman? No, just overall. You know, your impression at the end. Well, I was really blown away. It was one of the most people people were excited for this sequel, long time coming, a lot of anticipation for it. All-star cast and uh man, I just had a great time. Uh, I brought my mom, I brought uh my wife. Oh, what? They really enjoyed themselves. Uh you know, just saw it this evening. Uh, we're talking about my big fat Greek wedding too, right? <laughs> you sly son of a bitch! This guy's got fucking jokes, huh? <laughs> uh, uh, Let me say this: I couldn't wait for it to be over. <laughs> when Doomsday finally was birthed. I was excited because I knew the end was near. Little did you know the movie had more endings than Return of the King. Well, but still, well, well. still, I knew it was it was within striking distance. The end was. <laughs> we got no more than forty five minutes left. I. It was unenjoyable from start to finish for me, but except. My one except is Wonder Woman. Yes. Wonder Woman's uh, 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 Gal Gadot's appearances as Diana Prince, her appearance in the fight, her fucking theme music. That's a bitchin' theme. It, it's, yeah, it, rem- cool. it reminded me of 300. It's so good. Like, and, and it makes me excited for a Wonder Woman movie. Who, but, who, direct, who directed Wonder Woman? Uh, Patty Jenkins, who did Monster. Who, who be she that? Monster, she, huh? She did Monster. That, the, is, that, is that the last thing she's done? Uh, that's her big thing. Uh, she was going to direct Thor 2, but got, that's right. got fired. Oh, that's the chick that got Natalie Portman's friend who got bumped? Yeah. Natalie Portman's friend. <laughs> I don't know if they, if they were friends, but Natalie Portman was I thought that off. was the whole thing. Was like, no, but Nat- Natalie, Portman, Natalie Portman helped get her the job. No, it was. She like, she like fought for her to get the job. Then I she think, got the job and I think she got it was fired. more so Natalie and, Portman was pissed that they fired a woman and brought in a dude. She she was bummed about that. She's uh, some fucking dude. She yeah. did a couple episodes of The Killing. She did a couple episodes of Entourage. She did one right, episode right. of Arrested Development. And what season of Entourage? <laughs> 2006. <laughs> 2006. So, uh, so early. Early Entourage. How about you, uh, Jose? All right, I, I, I'm kind of with you where I walked out thinking it wasn't as bad as I thought, but it was a mess. Like, it was just all over the place and just so – there's so many different storylines they're pulling from. Like, is this Batman from Dark Knight? Like, does uh, – 
I loved that this was the closest thing we've seen to an Arkham City Batman fight. Now that right. like that that fight scene was fucking yeah. fuck you. That's the best Batman fight scene on film. That was oh, straight like, up Arkham. That was Arkham Batman. Grabbed yeah. the guy with the fucking grappling and pulled him to him and then punched him. I almost squealed like, like a little kid. You, like Batman you, pushed Triangle at the exact right moment. Yeah. <laughs> you could but see he the, the box fucking and fucking through it. You could see the combo counter. In the left-hand side <laughs> yes. of the screen. Like, he had a but fucking then, 191 uh, combo count. But then he blows somebody the fuck up. Yeah, like, with a machine you're, you're, not, you're not telling me... No, okay, okay, here's my problem. Here's my problem. If you're oh, going to yeah. make... We'll get there, we'll get there, we'll get there. Hang, oh. on, hang, on, hang, on, hang on, Okay, okay, I didn't hate it. It was a sloppy mess that had great moments. Um... Wonder Woman was awesome. I okay. I love the female body, <laughs> and anytime I can see the female body in its prime, I'm down. But the shot where you almost saw what Wonder Woman ate for breakfast, I thought was a little too much. Now this and was it, and in it the kind fight. Of took me out of the movie to like. This is the first time we get Wonder Woman, and you're gonna zoom in and almost show me her fucking bits and pieces. When was this? When when she jumped at Doomsday? She did like a no. There was like a slide, like she slid under him or something, and her legs were spread open, and it was just a fucking just complete zoom in I to am... her crutch to the point. Okay, I don't know. Maybe I just have a fucked up mind, but I, I well, fucking saw it. I wish and I wish I had caught it. My eyes had glazed over by that point. Aww. Me and the lady like looked at each other like <laughs> that was unnecessary. Well, she's a like, fucking pervert too, so. Well, no, she is. She is. So we think the same, but and we're we're fucking dirty perverts, and that was too much for us. I just don't. I don't see why you guys, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> how about you go? All right. So, <laughs> yeah. So, we this guy says the I need therapy. And the first thing I went with my brother, and the first thing he looks at me and goes, "Holy shit! That that movie had so many fucking endings. I felt like I was watching Lord of the Rings." And which is funny <laughs> that it was said earlier. They, not true. That's the same thing. The they, in the world. They totally yeah. Return of the King did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, they're at a funeral. No. They cut to another scene where Batman was at the funeral. He's in the jail. They cut back to the fucking funeral again. The funeral. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, I, I didn't. I didn't hate it, and it felt like it was six hours long, but I didn't hate it. And then there's stuff in it that I really loved, but I damn sure didn't love the movie either. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. It's it, the more I think about it, the more it drives me crazy because. The movie felt like it was a day and a half long. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't bother figuring out anybody's fucking backstory. They didn't explain shit. It, like, it was a hike that you you booked a guy to to take you around to take to take you through the woods, <laughs> and he got lost. <laughs> right. Right. That's what it fucking felt like. Like we paid you to not get us lost. Like otherwise, we could have just went in and done this shit on our own. But we wanted to make sure we were guided through this journey. But so we paid you. He got lost, and you got us lost. He got lo- he got us lost, but 
he never lets on that he got us lost, and he just no, picks up the oh pace. No. He never lets on he, he got just, you lost, and he, he took you through the most badass-looking part of the forest you've ever seen. <laughs> but, yeah. just, but just like, like, hey, look at that, but we got to keep moving, got to keep going, got to keep going. <laughs> Like, I don't know there even were fucking dragons in this forest. Oh, shit, keep walking. <laughs> yeah, can I, can yeah. I, uh, uh, Kenny, I love Kenny in the chat right now, sassy black nerd. He brings up a great point. Uh, uh, Jose, you brought up the point about seeing where uh, little Wonder Woman babies come from, taking you out of the movie. Uh-huh. Floating baby Bruce Wayne was the first of many times that I was taken out of the movie. That was definitely mm. a moment, like, but it was also the first of like one of seventeen dreams that Batman has. Mm. Yeah, they're kind of okay with that, but kind of to go to point, the movie, for a movie to be so long, because it is really long. Like, all kidding aside, it's a long fucking movie. For a movie to be that long and still feel so rushed in so many places, it's kind of yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it was less put together than fucking. Um, that X Men prequel that they put together in two months, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That yeah. it feels more rushed than that, and they had forever to do this. Well, there's there was what there was what five six dream sequences maybe if you're counting, uh, you know, Kevin Costner on the mountain, right? Like there were six dream sequences in there, but we got no explanation as to how the fuck Doomsday got made and or really why. Right. We got. No explanation uh, as to how Lex knows who Batman and Superman are. Because no he knows who both of them are right. by the end of the movie. Right. No explanation well, how The thing is, the Batman ship, they're saying Superman the ship told him everything. What's that, Jose? The ship told him everything. That, that's the cop-out. That, that's how Lex knows everything. Is the, the ship said, are you ready for your lesson? And he's like, fucking... Yeah, but he already, he already had these plans in place. Yeah. Like, he was already sending Bruce the you let your family die letters and shit. So yeah, but he didn't. But he forgot what his plan was, and he started. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's about right. I've, he forgot what he was doing. Now, what, what I don't get is, with all the destruction from the first one, why do you have to frame him in the second one? Great, that's a great whole point. waste of time. They had no idea what the fuck to do with Lois Lane, so they created this story. Now, I like the fact that they figured out. That if she screams, Superman comes running. I like figure that part out, but don't do it in a situation where you're framing him by shooting people because Superman runs around with a gun. Right. But Batman runs around with a gun. Come on. Jesus Christ. We were under we were under the impression that the whole Senate hearing was based on, you know, the Battle of Metropolis, but it was instead based around this whole uh, basically, you know, superhero Benghazi. Yeah, somebody shot a bunch of terrorists and they put Superman on trial for it. But that guy, he flew through the fucking building. He's dead as fuck. Yeah. With these special bullets that like that whole plot with the magic bullets goes fucking nowhere. But they just needed Lois Lane to to be on the scene and figure it out. And all of a sudden, I really I enjoyed Henry Cavill's Superman much more in this than Man of Steel. Like, He's really? a great Superman. That is, it's su- just they're having him do shitty shit. That's surprising to me because he had so little to do in this movie. I feel like the way that, if nothing else, his characterization and the conflicts that they put him in as far as like, you know, coming to grips with being Superman, I didn't uh, hate that stuff. He did. He's doing the best with the time they're giving him. This was fucking... Uh, uh, one of them .0 movies where it 
fucking stop being Superman, and it is Batman point oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, I gotta interject. I gotta interject. Uh, in in the chat, people are. Uh, I'm seeing talk of the bathtub scene. Um, does does Amy Adams not own nipples? No, they're gone. <laughs> because her whole titties were hanging out of that water, and there were no nipples on them. <laughs> Can you imagine yeah, being those, the guy like, that shot low? No, no, no. They were just all there. Yeah. yeah. That was the most it's, clear she's wearing pasties I've ever seen in my life because she was that, not hiding that at all. You're the guy that your day of work today is photo is frame by framing out her nipple in post-production. That's Roto, your job is to go through just rotoscoping, sure her nipple. Just rotoscoping the most milky pink nipples that you've ever seen on screen. <laughs> They're going to be in the R-rated cut. The nipples will be in the R-rated cut. Don't worry. (laughs) Where'd you come from? I I was rushing to get Skype open because you guys were talking about Lex Luthor knowing who Batman and Superman were. And I wanted to talk about my favorite scene at the party when Lex Luthor says, finally, Clark Kent, a man I do not know, meets Bruce Wayne, another man I do not know. Right. Yeah. At the very least, he has reason to know who Bruce Wayne is. He yeah. has no reason to know who Clark Kent is. No, no reason at all to know who Clark Kent is. And you know, like, he has reason to know who Bruce Wayne is, but no reason to care that Bruce Wayne is meeting a random reporter from the Daily Planet. Right. So that entire scene, that was one of the many times in the theater where I said, come the fuck off. Yeah, like that scene <laughs> would have worked better if we, had, we were already shown that Lex knows. Yeah, but that's the thing. At yeah. that point, he already fucking knows. But like, they don't tell us he knows. No, they show us how he knows. Right. And we've got a long time without talking about it. But like, there's a scene at the very beginning of uh, Batman Beyond: Return of the Joker. You guys ever see that? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But it's been a while. The opening scene of Return of the Joker is an aging Batman in the Batman Beyond suit. He's rescuing some fucking heiress or something, right? And in the middle of the fight with these guys, he has a heart attack because he's old as fuck. And so this guy's beating the shit out of him, and he reaches out and he like grabs a handgun and points a gun at this fucking kid. And the guy's like, "Oh shit, man! I'm, I'm please don't fucking shoot me." You know, bad guy loses, girl is saved. Batman then promptly goes the fuck home, shutters the Batcave, and says never again because he had to touch a gun. That's my Batman. Okay. Yeah. My Batman doesn't machine gun motherfuckers. Right? Yeah. Actually, one of my biggest problems with uh, with gun-toting Batman was when he had the machine gun in that um, that Superman dystopia apocalypse Earth, he was swinging it around like a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? We were talking about the Batman body count, right? And then, like... The Batmobile chase is the first part of the movie that ever really, that really bugged me. Other, up until that point, I'm like, you know what? I don't hate this. The, this the, is Batmo- the Batmobile chase? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he throws a car on top of the car oh, and kills like six people. Explode. He don't give a fuck. He gives zero fucks, right? Like, no fucks given. I'm kind of like, oh, that okay. Every vehicle has a Gatling gun, multiple Gatling guns, and, then, and they yeah. all shoot exploding bullets. I, I love how it, it's the old, like, They've got to pull pull the tarp off before they can use it. Get yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone has a fucking tarp on it. But you know, then they show the the dream sequence where he's shooting guys. Okay, that's cool. Okay, all right. Batman's worst nightmare should be the, yeah. the the thing where he has to shoot a bunch of people. 
Okay. I actually don't have a problem with him shooting people, but my problem is he's got a pistol in one hand and he's gunning everyone down, but then he's just beating them with the machine gun. Right. Like, <laughs> turn it around and use it like a machine gun and beat them with the pistol. So, like, but I, I knew going into it that it, this was that they were going to take some liberties. This was not going to be the versions of the characters that I've known my whole life, for sure. But, you know, Suicide Squad presumably is in this same world. We've seen shots of Batman, you know, fucking, if not Ben Affleck, then Ben Affleck, something double in the same costume, riding around the Joker mobile. So, like, you know, point being, this is the world where kidnapping Martha Kent gets you killed by the Batman. He will machine gun you to death out of his flying plane of death yep. if you kidnap Martha Kent. But if you're the Joker, you get to live. Yes, Who he- killed Robin. Who killed Robin? We killed Robin. I've but never he's in been. Jail. I've never been super hung up on the whole Batman doesn't kill thing, even though that was a, a main theme running through the Nolan Batman movies. But seeing the wanton destruction from Batman in Batman v Superman, and thinking about that the Joker exists in this universe, and exactly. that he wasn't killed within the first five minutes of meeting Batman, it it. It's a little tough to to stomach. This Punisher is like diet. This Batman is diet Punisher. Yeah, he wasn't yeah. killed, and he wasn't branded because we've seen all these ridiculous tattoos all over the Joker. He should have had a bat brand. <laughs> like, if you're gonna brand. have a storyline where Batman goes around branding people who do these these terrible things, why doesn't the Joker have one of those? You're fucking right. I mean, that no. fucking bag of Doritos I bought last week had a Batman brand on it. <laughs> <laughs> The, the his dream that should have been the opening. If 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 you and have him which just dream? Kill which the dream? You fuck. gotta be you gotta be specific. Yeah, right. The the the, the sand dream, the nightmare. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, the no, nightmare. It has to open with Bruce and uh, for Martha and Thomas Wayne getting shot. Otherwise, how do we know why he was Batman? Right. No, you, you, opened, you gotta give us that. It opened with and you have Bruce. him just kill the fuck out of all kinds of people. It and then when with... he wakes up, he doesn't kill anybody. Then, then, then cool. You you had Batman kill people, but you don't kill people. I liked how he was on the edge of flipping, and Alfred's like, you know, you're fucking crossing that line. You're you're just torturing people now. But then you can't have him go flip a car and blow someone up. You're telling me that Alfred's more worried that you're branding people. Than, than exploding them. <laughs> Alfred's completely cool with you blowing someone the fuck up. But whoa, 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 whoa. You're going too far with this branding thing. Like, if you, you eliminate him killing when he's Batman, then when the shit with, brute, with Superman happens, like, Superman was going to be his first kill. Yeah, we also can't and then that. And you know, then it doesn't talking- happen. Then you have thinking that maybe, you know, why is Batman Superman fighting? We all kind of assumed Lex Luthor fucking mind control Superman or something and that makes them fight. But no, 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 no. It's because Batman hatches a plan to premeditatedly murder Superman. Yeah. That's why they fight. Because Batman says, that motherfucker's got to die. But if you get to the point where that happening and him almost killing him and him being on the brink, but fighting a man that he couldn't really kill to an extent and then that's where it like he's like oh shit 
you know, what the where where the fuck have I gone? Everything I stood for means nothing if I right. kill this person. Right. Then that's fucking cool. But you had him kill people in the nightmare because that's where that world led. Right. If this happens, Batman will be a guy that has to do that. You know, and that I, that's cool. I really like what you're saying about if it had opened with that, like if you opened with that nightmare world and, you know, they got the dark side symbol and the, um, the flying things all over the place and Superman's evil and Batman's killing people. And then it just kind of gave you like a, you know, three years earlier or whatever, like fade in. And then later on, you have that scene with the flash where the flash is like, it's Lois. You have to stop Lois from dying. Like, I feel like that would have flowed better. I feel like that would have been a better kind of because yeah, it shouldn't be a dream. No like, reason. right? It's not a dream. Like, this is the future. Like, he's seeing the future through whatever time travel thing Flash is doing. Right? Like, that's what we're to believe. So, just make that the future. And I, then, right, I wish I kill Lois. Like, kill Lois <laughs> yeah. at the end of the movie. <laughs> right, right, right. I wish I could travel through time and make sure that Ezra Miller was never cast as the Flash and he did not exist in Batman v Superman whatsoever. <laughs> oh, God. That guy, yeah. that, he looks like he's wet all the time. <laughs> he, does <look laughs> like he does look sticky. <laughs> he's just perpetually fucking moist, that kid. Now, and, and until that movie came out, I didn't know that the Flash owned a van. <laughs> <laughs> The, Down the, by the, the river. He looks so creepy. But it, 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 all in all, it's, it's a damn shame the thing I was most excited about turned out to be the thing I hated about it the most. And it's just the, the characterization of Batman. But, you know, but I feel like you don't have to pull too hard on any threads for the whole fucking plot to fall apart. Like, yeah. I got, like why in the bluest of hells does this senator guy give Lex everything he wants? Uh, like, because he seduced him. <laughs> <laughs> with no, the Jolly Rancher. You've never been Superman? seduced with the Jolly Rancher and then like, done like, things you didn't want to do? Oh my because God. the only thing he gives him in return is a Jolly Rancher and apparently a beach. Boner. Because yeah, he's... <laughs> like, like, I think we can help each other out. What do you want? I want the spaceship. I want the body. I want your mom's phone number. And like, he's, like, he's like, great, cool. And he's like, suck on this Jolly Rancher, homie. Like, yeah. Because he's he's given no indication that he's worthy of these secrets. Like, what did he do? He's like, I think, I don't know, I think this rock might hurt Superman. Yeah. Well, in that case, I think it access to all of our military secrets, spaceship, and alien corpses. That's <laughs> <laughs> the only way to make sure. Have, why do they have Zod's body? Why would Superman allow that? He was done with it. Once he broke it, it's fucked. <laughs> I don't yeah, want this anymore. Toy. Yeah, it is, yeah, that's somebody else's toy that brought. Yeah, Here, you have this. That's like any kid. He was like, <laughs> I broke this. Can you glue this back together and let me know when it's fixed? Yeah, Thanks. exactly. Fucking Superman broke Zod's neck. Zod all of a sudden got crab claws and got locked into a bathroom. <laughs> and Superman's like, I want nothing to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. All right, hang on. You know, I'm going to... I'm going to interrupt for a minute because I want to I want to read a, a quote from Zack Snyder. Okay. And it's about a character in the film, and I'm going to blank out his name, okay? <clears throat> Zack Snyder says, We just did it as this little aside because we had been tracking where we thought the movies were going to go. And we don't have room for blank in our big pantheon of characters, but we can have fun with him, right? 
That is a quote in regards to Jimmy Olsen. The fun they had with him was blowing his fucking brains out <laughs> ten minutes into the movie. That's yeah. fun. And you know, I gotta say, I'm totally fine with that. But. I don't care. But, I don't give two shits about Jimmy Olsen. But, Shoot him right in the head the minute he comes on screen. <laughs> it is. It has to be said that we only know this because of this interview with Zack Snyder. He was not called Jimmy Olsen on screen once. No. He was a CIA guy. Some fucking spook. He no, was a I, CIA see, guy. He, apparently in the director's cut, in the extended edition, he, he does announce himself as Jimmy Olsen yeah. before getting it, executed. Isn't it, isn't it kind of funny how every plot hole is going to be addressed in the director's cut? Right. Almost like they're shooting those scenes now. Like they're like, tell him to get We gotta shoot a scene to call him Jimmy Olsen. But but they have but they they do they shot like okay the scene came out today where like the, you know, where they're talking about oh yeah you know there's a mother box and darks and all the shit they cut that scene out of the movie okay they yep. decided you know what there's apparently even for us too much shit in this movie so we got to cut out the stuff with the dark side and apocalypse or whatever but they left in the scene at the end where Batman teleports into the prison and yells at like Luther like Luther's like he's coming he's coming he's coming dark side ping. And they never explain why. <laughs> no. Speaking of <laughs> that, as I said this to Nyes earlier in the week, but the greatest failure of this entire movie is whatever person on the crew was in charge of wiping the snot from below uh, Jesse Eisenberg's nose. And I would like for that person to be fired, and I would like for them to be brought up on charges. <laughs> what this movie needed was fucking Smallville's Lex Luthor. You know, Rosenbaum yeah. thinks he's a really good Lex. He's because Lex. that Lex is amazing. And if that was the Lex in this movie, cool. But I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Uh, I, he's I said, said I it to Mary. It was He was playing the Riddler. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was yeah. a decent Riddler. Like, he even, like, spoke in riddles at times. God yeah. damn it, he did. You're right. And, <laughs> and like, okay, like, if he, if... Jesse Eisenberg was playing the Riddler in a Batman movie. I'd be okay with it. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. Because the, the, when he was given the speech uh, at the fundraiser where Bruce Mayne, Wayne met Clark Kent, like Lex Luthor isn't one that that crumbles like that in front of everybody. Like he's going to put the fucking speech on. You're not yeah. going to see Lex Luthor vulnerable like that where everyone's looking like yeah, no, he's, what the fuck's wrong he with it no, he's smooth as himself fuck. in a mirror to make sure it's perfect yeah yeah he's smooth as fuck so give me smallville lex luther in there it just seems like he was honestly god like as much as it sounds like a bit or a joke like it seems like he was in a different movie altogether yeah. and how do you have i don't want to see lex luther be bald because he went to prison so now if he's bald in the future, it's just a fucking style choice. See, I <laughs> thought it was going to be the, they, they, the style choice. They made a big deal about how the kryptonite was um, radioactive. radioactive. Right, yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. okay, so that's how he's going to lose his hair. And then they just shaved it off when he went to jail. And I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah. all right. He should have lost the hair creating Doomsday. If, it, yeah. if he was trying to create Doomsday and, and we saw sparks fly, and the next time I saw him, he was bald, I'd be like, okay. But to see him get his head shaved, now he's just choosing to keep it short. There, there, there's He's got to shave every fucking day. He's not 
just this fucking smooth ass baby. <laughs> See, Jose, just fucking Jose has this, this shit. He's got, he's got, you know, it's it's this anger because Jose does have to shave his head every day. <laughs> and that's a perfectly good head of hair. Jose's like, fuck you, buddy. I have to do this. You don't have to do this. I also love uh, Doomsday's origin. It's like right out of a 1999 comic book movie where it's oh, like, yeah. he's like, okay, I got this public. Okay. Hey, hey, uh, magic robot voice. I want to put this thing in here. I'm going to bleed on it. I need you to make me a monster. <laughs> and it's like... I don't think we should do that, Lex. It's a bad idea. He goes, please? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it makes yeah. him a fucking monster. Straight out of 2005's Incredible Hulk. Right. Yeah, exactly. Just, just like, if they had saved money by splicing in footage of the Abomination, I don't know that any of us would have known the difference. Yeah. Now, it was cool watching him, like, you know, grow and sprout the bones and shit. Like, it's, you know, it's... But he, I, never, it quite, really cool. he never quite got bony enough. No. Yeah, Could have been bonier. Could have been bonier. <laughs> you know what would have made him bony enough? If Lex Luthor slipped a Jelly Rancher in his mouth. <laughs> yeah. How does a Lex Luthor with the confidence to feed, hand, <laughs> hand feed a man a cherry Jolly Rancher deliver that horrible speech at, the, at his own party? <laughs> to be fair I, about them shaving Lex's head, that is the one thing of this movie that they didn't spoil. Yeah, yeah, they put it on the cover true. of a fucking magazine two years ago. Well, yeah, they they did, yeah, but it wasn't in any of the trailers. That's true. That's true. Yeah, at least they didn't do what X Men Apocalypse did and made their fucking big splash scene <laughs> at the end of their trailers. <laughs> Professor X is bald. Oh my god! Really? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here! The bald guy's finally bald. Holy shit! Pre-order <laughs> 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 my tickets. <laughs> I did the one part of uh, Lex that I did like was the rooftop scene with Superman, where Superman was defeated, right? Yeah. Where he, he just dropped to his knees and was like, I, "I have no fucking idea what I'm supposed to do right now." Yeah, that was the one part where I said, "Oh, this is this is Lex Luthor." Like this feels like Lex Luthor but to me. Imagine that scene played with Smallville's Lex Luthor. Oh yeah, yeah. I I want that scene. Every time I see Lex Luthor. Right. That's, you know? That should be the fucking thing he does. Yeah. Right. I want him to always feel like he's the smartest person in the room and everyone thinks that they're, you know, ahead of him. And he's like, no, uh, you're you're three weeks behind. I already have your mother. She's about to be burnt to death with a flamethrower, which somebody in the chat, I think it was Kenny, was like, he can hear Lois Lane in Iraq, <laughs> but he can't hear his own mother at her job get abducted. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And it's not—it's not a huge thing. Like, it's not a big deal. But I do kind of have a hard time reconciling. You can like see Gotham's bat signal from Metropolis. That's weird. They're yeah. just a bay away, man. That's yeah, weird. They were, they were on the other side. He—he he showed me a picture where they're across. It's something from some DC almanac or something. That's and weird. It shows that they're close, but it shows that Gotham City is in Jersey and uh, Metropolis is in Delaware. And I do that drive every year, as Lee knows, when I go to the Northeast. And Delaware and New Jersey are nowhere fucking near each other. <laughs> get there. You certainly cannot look across the water when you hit Delaware and be like, oh, look, there's Jersey. Like, now, okay, 
if you're gonna look at a map, map they're like this close together <laughs> map and, tell me that they touch yeah i get it they touch at some point but i'm telling you if you look across the water from delaware you are not gonna see gotham city okay it's just not gonna happen Spe- speaking of and speaking of the bat signal when uh superman and batman first meet where batman's in the batmobile and he hits superman what is it that superman says to batman he says something like the your days of batman are over like i don't want to see that or, or next next time that light shines in the sky the don't don't answer don't answer it, it. Or, yeah but the bat signal hadn't lit up in the movie once yet no he, he was had- tired of seeing it that one time <laughs> <laughs> if if we're if like Aren't we being led to believe that the bat symbol hadn't been lit up for, like, years? Like, the cop shot at him. Remember? The cop turned around yeah. with the shotgun and almost shot that other cop in the face, yes. which I don't mm-hmm. think is how shotguns work. Because he shot that <laughs> shotgun. <laughs> yeah, shotguns have a pretty nice spread. Yeah, like, I was like, I don't think Zack Snyder knows what a shotgun does. I think he thinks it's a rifle. Yeah. And then, and then the cop was just kind of like, whoa, not cool, buddy. And they carried on <laughs> the business. And he's like, oh, I saw him. They'd be like, fuck who you saw. Let's talk about how you almost shot my face. Yeah. <laughs> now, but the people of Metropolis would have been seeing that sh- the bat signal for fucking years. Right. Oh, yeah. But totally. I do love that this is a movie that needs to not explain to us the way the bat signal works, but is more than happy to show us Thomas and Martha Wayne get killed for the 11th goddamn time. Well, yeah. Yeah. you had to have them getting killed at the beginning and have, uh, you know, Bruce's dad say Martha in order for the Batman v Superman fight, you know, <laughs> two hours into the movie for that, for the, the conclusion of that to make any sense. You know, you couldn't okay. have, whoa, 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 you couldn't have just, wait, wait. <laughs> what's your mom's name? What? Oh shit. Me too. Let's be best friends. That okay. was amazing. Like, okay. My fault. Okay. No. Okay. If your mom's name is Martha, I think I'm going to stop my plan to murder you for no apparent reason. Right. Well, you know, he was going to murder him because there was a 1% chance that he could go evil. But once he found out that his mom's name was Martha, that dropped down to 0.3% chance that he could go evil. <laughs> and then it was within the, you know, within the limits. No no uh, joke. When they realized that, that their moms had the same name, I looked over to Mary and I was like, that's like us. Because our moms have the same name. <laughs> <laughs> so I think Batman and Superman are going to get married in Ohio <laughs> and also, you have to cancel your plans to kill her. <laughs> <laughs> done uh, and done. It's like you know, you know, historically, classically, does Batman have kryptonite weapons? Yes. Does Batman have a plan to kill Superman? Bet your ass he does. Fuck yeah, he but, does. But not preemptively. Yeah. Like, yeah well, that's that why I would. Is just a murder. You know, i i would have I would have enjoyed a, a mind controlled rampaging Superman. Yes, I think hundred percent. Uh, John Michael in the chat has an amazing point that I've never thought of where he says, why the hell did Lois go back to get the kryptonite spear? She had absolutely no reason to think it would do anything to Doomsday. She did not know it was Zot. Well, she only dropped it in the water so she could drown five minutes later. I I did see someone explain that away as she saw Doomsday's heat vision and that was enough for her to be like, oh, fuck, I should get that spear. Not an hmm. unreasonable leap because you can jump out of a fucking Kryptonian hey, spaceship. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, well, okay. All right. Yeah. I'll give you that. Give them the benefit of the doubt. But again, it's just they were tr- they were trying to give Lois something to do, like Jose said. Yeah. Yeah. They did put I, danger one last time. I was convinced 
that Aquaman was gonna swim up with the spear and be yeah, like, yeah, "Look for this." Yeah, I kept yeah. waiting for that. And I was, I was preemptively annoyed with it because I like, I'm watching it unfold. She's getting in the water to get it. I'm like, "Fucking Aquaman's gonna hand it to her." <laughs> and what's, what's he even doing there? Why is blow, he even here? Why is it jaded into her mouth? mouth? Like, why yeah, is it? Blah, blah, blah. Also, like, why is there just a water hole in this room? Like, where the fuck are they? Like, some random Tomb Raider level that has like a staircase that goes into water. Uh, I don't know exactly where in the city it is, but I do know that it was deserted at that time of night. Oh I think it might have been, yeah, yeah. That, so, okay. that might have been my least favorite part of the movie, where they made a point to have Anderson Cooper say, it's all right, guys. The, the city's like 5.30. The city's no one's there. Everybody went home for the night. It's all good. We don't have any Mexican cleaning crews or anything. <laughs> we, we shut down the city for the night, so yeah. no one will get harmed. Also, fly Turkish Airlines. <laughs> that might be the part where I groaned the loudest. Yeah, they they said like there. I think no shit. At least four different times where they comment about how few people are around to be murdered by collateral damage. Yeah, but what does it matter when you already had fucking Batman blow five people up? <laughs> uh, I think it I, feels like I, ten people in this movie. I think Shark might have linked the article. It was an IO nine. Uh, frequently asked questions about Batman v Superman, and it number one just the fuck. It referred to <laughs> to them to, yeah. to them uh, commenting on the fact that the city was deserted as as like a, a child being told to brush its teeth and going in and brushing one teeth, and then the parents <laughs> asking, "Did you brush your teeth?" and the kid going, "Yeah, I brushed my teeth." <laughs> so it was Zack Snyder just being kind of pissy about the reaction to man of steel i you know it that's what it feels like <laughs> but also you know hey. they did a bit in age of ultron where they're like nobody throws a fucking punch until we get these people out of here <laughs> but yeah. also that's kind of what you want the avengers to do so it kind of works now but well, okay what was also cool was if you, you you had the moment to show the learning curve when Doomsday shows up where Superman takes him into space. Right. But if at that point he looks at Batman, like if the, you got to give somebody in danger and he looks at Batman and he's like, get the people to safety. I'm taking the fight away from here and then take him into space. Something like that. Right. To show that he's learning. Now he knows I can't just fist fight a guy. I can't yeah. just throw a guy into a fucking nuclear reactor plant and hope for the best that people are off tonight. <laughs> uh, like, I have to be careful with how I fight because if I'm hit hard enough, I could go through somebody. Yeah. So I'm taking the fight out of here. And it also gives that look to Bruce Wayne like, look, you're wrong about me. Okay, I'm just trying yeah. to talk to you, and right. you're hell bent on killing me. Get the people to fucking safety, and and that's also where Bruce is like, I was going to kill this man. Like this man could be our greatest ally, and for no reason, I wanted to murder him. <laughs> but I'm not going to go that way. But he was heading that way because he was, you know, he's torturing people. It's uh, okay. It's like this. The the parents are mad at the kid, at their serial killer son. They're not mad that he killed 20 people. 
first. They're mad that he's torturing animals first. (laughs) Or second. Like, okay, well, you kill 20 people, but you can't torture them ants like that. Like, that's fucked up. You can't just burn them. You know, stop, stop killing squirrels. But if you give that moment, and then he goes into space, and then, you know, the, the people... And, and fuck you! The, the goddamn military saw Doomsday on the roof of Lex Tower, and they're like, missiles, go. <laughs> they don't give a fuck if anybody's working. Nobody gives a fuck. And they did the same thing in Man of Steel in the towel. Nobody cared. There's two big guys. Open fucking fire. Go. Bomb them. Who gives a fuck? (laughs) Like, you have nobody giving a shit about anything. Nobody cares. Not even the humans give a fuck that human lives are in danger. I have to say, though, like, I didn't hate it. Like, no, because they had great moments. There was moments where I was on the edge of my seat with a smile, and there was moments where I'm checking uh, whether or not my mom just passed out. (laughs) (laughs) Huh. <laughs> <laughs> because there's just nothing going on and and, and I'm antsy now those moments I got up and took between. a pee there were few and far between those moments but they did have those moments like it had its moments but it felt to me when 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 I watched Man of Steel now I did not like Man of Steel at all like at all I didn't like the looks of Man of Steel when it was coming out. I'm not really a big fan of Superman. My favorite version of Superman is the uh, DC animated, like yeah, you know, you know, the that, best one. Yeah, yeah, that's Superman. Yeah, so good one. I don't like Superman comics. I don't like, you know, I don't. I don't really like Superman. I did not like Man of Steel when I watched Man of Steel, and then they revealed that the follow up would be Batman versus Superman. I said, okay, I get it. Man of Steel is incomplete. Because Man of Steel makes a hell of a lot of sense if you have Superman fight Zod and destroy Metropolis, and then Lex Luthor and Batman and all these people come in to be like, hey, dummy, you destroyed a whole city. Like, we can't have you doing that. Right. You know, well, like, you, you got to pull your shit together. And they were like, oh, and Bruce Wayne, like, he's been Batman for years. And I'm like, well, this is going to make perfect sense because Batman's been Batman for years. And he's going to be like, look at all what I've been doing. Like, I've been doing this for years and you've never heard of me. Like... You can't just be running around destroying towns. And watching Batman versus Superman, it still kind of feels incomplete. Like, I feel like we're not going to have a complete story to look back on until at least Justice League. Which is bullshit. Because, right. It shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be that I have to wait like six years to figure out if I actually like this story from beginning to end. Yeah. Because, because you know, the Marvel movies are all connected, but they're also each tell a finite connected yes, individual exactly. story. And that's, I think, that's exactly what I think is missing from the DC connected stories, where the Marvel stories are stories that are connected. And the DC movies right now, I think, are one massive story that... We react to in parts, but it's really unfair because when this leads to like, so I was talking about this this week. I would love if they went straight into Man of Steel 2 and it was Doom, uh, dark side brain controlled Superman taking over the planet and Batman being like, oh, okay, I should have killed him. Like, fuck, I screwed up and just lead us to that for that flash forward we saw, you know, and then like cure him. And have him come back in Justice League and kick some ass against Doomsday. And then, like, you've destroyed Metropolis. And 
we watched Man of Steel the other night, uh, Lisa and I, and like Metropolis is fucking destroyed. Like it's amazing yeah. that they have taxis and that they have buses in that city in eighteen in, months. In eighteen months, because that place was destroyed. So. Like, you can just have the entire world be taken over by Darkseid because, fuck it, you already destroyed, like, a major metropolitan area. Like, go that route and then pull it all back in Justice League and then start your one-off. Like, I don't want to see a Flash movie because I still feel like this movie's not complete. Like, what are you going to tell me in the Cyborg movie that's going to have anything to do with what's going on in this universe? They fucking showed you Cyborg's origin in a YouTube right? video. Right, <laughs> and, like, that. <laughs> That's about the only thing I would expect to see in a cyborg movie. So, like, what are you going to show me in that movie? And who the fuck is letting Miles Dyson play with technology again? <laughs> no one has watched Terminator 2. None of these motherfuckers. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, I did not hate it, but, like, the plot, it's a goddamn mess. Yeah. But you can tell, there's just, it's just, they shot a bunch of shit. Apparently, like, 35 minutes more that we at least we didn't get to fucking see. But I wonder how many edits exist of this movie. That would be because, interesting to know, because we talked a little bit before about the Daredevil director's cut, and I will say that that is a different movie yep. than the theatrical cut. It really is. It's a different movie. So... Well, if, the, if they if have the Lex in the suit, right? That they showed from the... Did they? He's in that loose fucking suit with the striped shirt. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that suit. Okay. And then they they pass some time, and then they have Batman break in with the kryptonite. And he's in fucking pants and a red and black striped suit. He's in his motorcycle getup. And then the next time you see him, he's back in the suit from the first time. Oh, and that's right. how you're ending the movie. Right, Like, right. number one, Lex Luthor's not wearing the same shit. That's a good point. Twice in one week, let alone twice in life. Okay, Lex is not doing that. Number two, yeah. that just shows me you guys don't know where the fuck anything was supposed to go. You're just, this is just the version that everyone's like, fuck it. It's, it's, it's two and a half hours. That's what they wanted. This yeah. is what we this is what we have made to be a two and a half hour cut. Nothing is in order, but everything's shot. They they shot half a Batman movie, they shot half a Superman movie, they shot a quarter of a Wonder Woman Wonder right. Woman movie. They shot the first five minutes of Flash, Aquaman, and Cyborg, and they're like, now make it something. Yeah. All that it, shit. And and yet it still does like it, has, it still doesn't feel quite complete, right? You know what it reminds me of? Like the movie that I draw the most parallels to with this is the Amazing Spider-Man movies, especially number two, right? Where right, yeah, two felt like they were telling a different story, and then someone stepped in and was like, "Nope, nope, uh, Green Goblin's in it," and right. you got to set up this this Sinister yeah, Six movie, so you got to yeah, have percent for that. Like yep. that's what this feels like now. And it, it's, even to the same degree of Amazing Spider-Man and Amazing Spider-Man 2 weren't totally bad. Like, Amazing Spider-Man 2 had really cool moments. Sure. I thought yeah. Andrew Garfield was a really great Spider-Man. I thought that Jamie Foxx was ridiculous. Like, Jamie Foxx is the Lex Luthor of Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah. And, you know, 
uh, Andrew Garfield is the is the Ben Affleck of Amazing Spider-Man Two. Like, it wasn't a totally bad movie. It's just that the studio like wrecked it by putting in all this weird shit. So I think there could have been a a great version of Batman versus Superman, but absolutely, it didn't work for me. Yeah, like you know, if Batman, like I saw at Walmart the other day, I'd walk around. They had um, back in the book section, this like paperback that DC put out. I know if you can get it at you know comic shop or just something they put out from Walmart or so whatever, but it's like, hey, here's like a trade collection of all the times Batman and Superman have fucking fought, and you know it's like eight little uh, you know unrelated stories where Batman and Superman fight each other, and you know so there's a precedent, you know what I mean? Like it happens. Yeah. There's some good shit there. You can tell good stories that way, and you know, hell, for the record, I, you can find that at finer comic shops. Well, there you go. <laughs> and I know for a fucking fact. Scott Snyder can make a good movie. Or Zack Snyder can make a good movie. Yeah, I bet but Scott Snyder can make a good one. Goddamn too. right he could. <laughs> Zack Snyder needs to stick to making movies where the characters you're working with are already killers. Yeah, because I'll, I'll say this much, though, kind of like in closing, because you've been gone for a while. We, we broke poor Christian's heart. I apologize. Like, you know, we watched Man of Steel last week, and I kind of said, you know, Man of Steel, fine movie, but, you know, not a great Superman movie, you know. I don't really think Batman v Superman is a good movie. Like, I didn't hate it, you know, it had its moments, but, like, I don't feel, like, at nothing else, Man of Steel is at least, like, cohesive, coherent. Like, it's, it's a story, you know, like, I feel like this is kind of a bad movie. So, I want to, I want to... <laughs> Pull the curtain back a little bit, and I think this will be fine. I don't think uh, anyone will mind. But I was talking to Nyes earlier in the week. The two of us were kind of tracking reactions. And you came out, and you were like, it wasn't half bad. And there was a couple other people who liked it. And I suggested reasons that, the, that two other people would have liked it that had nothing to do with the movie. And Nyes said, but what about Lee? And I said, Lee was just happy to leave the house with his brother and go. He'll come to, <laughs> he'll come to church with <laughs> <laughs> and you did so I'm glad <laughs> I called it yeah and yeah, okay sure. okay well I, I feel like we're we're ending talk about the movie and we need to get to the talk about the the internet discussion oh. regarding this movie you know and you know what's amazing about DS now Hey guys. The amazing part about the internet reaction to this movie is that there's nothing but minorities. The people who liked it are in the minority, they feel, and the people who hated it are in the minority. Uh, yeah, you know, so. you, if you Everyone look at this, feels attacked. If you look at this podcast, obviously it seems like we're all shitting on it. But if I look at my Facebook, I see many more people saying that they liked it or loved it than hated it. And, and up until this podcast, I have kept my opinions mostly to myself because I've seen some of the discussions that are going I've on out what there. what happens on Facebook if you express an opinion of any kind. Yeah. Yeah. And I wasn't going to do that. I don't know why anybody even goes to Facebook anymore. But yeah, you still, okay. like, you you went on Twitter and, and gave your quick little review. So That's all know, I did. I immediately dismissed it and was like, <laughs> nah. <laughs> See, I couldn't imagine that as as one of the few people here that loved Man of Steel, I couldn't imagine that I left Batman v Superman feeling empty. And Lee, who of all of us I think hated Man of Steel the most, 
enjoyed Batman v Superman. That blew Wait, my mind. I never said I enjoyed well, it. Okay, you like you said you liked it. At I said first. it was you liked, okay. You said you you used the word liked. Go to go to the Twitter tape. Said like liked it. And yeah, you circled yes on the note that said you like me before seeing the movie. Every review that I read said that if you liked or loved Man of Steel, you'll probably love this. And after seeing the movie, I take offense to that. Oh, <laughs> don't, that wasn't a, that there. There was complete offense meant by those statements. I thought. <laughs> I thought those reviews were absolutely saying, "If you like garbage, this is garbage." So you like this garbage. Like that's how I read those. But I can I can own up to liking garbage, and I understand that a lot of people have problems with Man of Steel, but I I did not I did, I do not have the same feeling about ba- Batman v Superman that I did about. Man of Steel, by by so, far. I had, I had a much more, you know, guttural dislike for Man of Steel, I think, come out of it. I, I think maybe it's, I think my expectations were appropriately low. Like, you know, if you don't, I, I Frank Castled it. Like, you know, they weren't close, I wasn't close enough to it, so it couldn't hurt me. Yeah, you know, like, no matter what it did, I couldn't have been too terribly upset because, you know, I knew it wasn't going to be what I wanted it to be. So maybe I can enjoy it for what it is, you know. Like I, but I, now that I think, I think I actually probably am in the minority. Like people that are kind of like, eh, because you don't see me of those motherfuckers. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, you, oh God, no! You don't see me of those people at all. Like it's 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 fucking venom one way or the other, and it's fucking crazy watching people fight. One of I the feel things like that... I should make a smear campaign against you now, Lee, for being so meh. About <laughs> <laughs> you think it was just okay? Fuck you! See, Kelly, Pick Kelly, a fucking Kelly, side, Lee Rodriguez! Kelly, Kelly's touching on, on something that I've noticed. Like, I don't know when it started, but I'm, I'm noticing it the most with this movie right here. Like, if, if you go out, it doesn't even matter which position you take. If you say you liked it, or you say you didn't like it, whoever's on the opposite side is like, Oh, uh, you didn't like Batman versus Superman? Well, I didn't fucking like that thing you like, so fuck you. Yeah. It's like, why does it have to be like that? Like, <laughs> like you didn't like uh, you didn't like Batman versus Superman? Well, I don't fucking like Wendy's. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Everybody likes Wendy's. Like, walk it back. What a this fucking shit. baconator! And then Juan in the pop, Juan in the chat just now said BVS is Sucker Punch all over again. And God damn it, I love Sucker Punch. I love Sucker Punch. Yeah, I'm a <laughs> I also uh, I reviewed the tape. Oh, I reviewed the tape, and Lee's official words were, "I kind of like it." <laughs> <laughs> but the more I thought about it, the less I did. I swear to God. Yeah, I, I knew it. In the chat, li- live in the chat right now, Juan just said, I love Sucker Punch. Kenny just said, I hate it, Sucker Punch. <laughs> Shark says, I never saw Sucker Punch. Kenny, tell Juan that chicken fingers are disgusting. Tell him. <laughs> but tell Sucker him Punch. Eat some pizza, you heathen. Sucker, yeah. Sucker Punch doesn't <laughs> have the. About, about the movie, was I, I took to the population group on the Facebook and said, hey, we're watching Batman and Superman. Let us know what you think. Email us, popcast at panelsonpage.com, or leave the voicemail 616-951-1-POP. Uh, to which people promptly started putting their, th- their thoughts in the comments of that post, which I will not fucking read. You didn't follow the goddamn instructions. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Did we get any emails? Because we only got two voicemails. We got some emails. Okay. Uh, can I go in on how it is from the outside looking in? Please, please. We've, we've missed yeah. your point of view on this, Kelly. Okay. Okay, because Kelly has not seen the movie exactly because of this fuckery. Yeah, I was... I knew I wasn't going to be able to see it this weekend because of work and just how I had scheduled things. After the... By the time Saturday hit, I don't want to see this movie. Like, I... When I do see it, it's going to be either A, long into its theater run when people have finally stopped talking about it, or it's going to be on FX because they have the movies. <laughs> they do have the movies, and Man of Steel was on all Kelly, weekend. People will never stop talking about this. Yeah, that's no. true. So I'm going to have to wait until they have all the movies. You've got to watch the Batman fight scene. And then oh, turn it off I'm before sure. it's great. Close. The Batman fight scene was in the trailer. And it's also two hours and twenty minutes into this motherfucker. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, the 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 where he was taking the thugs on. Yes, that was in after he fucking fights Superman. That was the Batman fight scene where he beats up all the thugs, where he clears the room, was in I think the last trailer that was very Batman centric. Right. Oh well good thing I didn't watch that trailer. See I that Yeah, for real. I and I'll say this, I wasn't even in the fucking theater. During the Captain America trailer. Good for you. I fucking refuse to go in. I told the lady, you text me when that motherfucker is done playing. <laughs> <laughs> and I will walk in. So, so what have you been seeing, Kelly? Um, What's your life been like the past four days? I'll go with internet and real life. I'll start with internet first. Okay, okay. I would say a majority of the posts that I've seen regarding this movie... Are people saying how attacked they feel when they like? <laughs> and I have not seen anyone actually doing the attacking. I've just seen people talking about how they've been told they're stupid for liking this movie. That's really that, weird, isn't it? That's kind of the same thing I've been seeing. That's uh, exactly yeah, what I've been seeing. I do all agree then that nerds attacking whiny, is taking horrible place. pussies. I don't think all this attacking what? is happening. Is there a dog, is there a dog in, like, fight in Jose's house? No, I think Jose is in. He's calling in from the kitchen of an active restaurant. <laughs> is Gordon Ramsay there <laughs> slapping the fish because he's upset? I think catering a wedding. I think that <laughs> they're taking down the NWA. This chicken is so raw, it's like Bruce Wayne doing CrossFit. <laughs> oh, what a ridiculous scene that was. He's surrounded by millions of dollars of tech, and he's hitting a tire with a hammer. Like, <laughs> that shit works, son. Yeah, but he's fucking that tire up. <laughs> and, yeah, and I feel one... like I've seen far more people on the side that liked it being aggressive as opposed to the side that didn't like it. That has been my experience as well. And it's strange. Yeah. It's almost like this is the kickback from Man of Steel. To where it's they've been, it, they've been holding it in and holding it in and holding it in, and they're complaining about things that happened to them the last movie. Uh, like I think you know, I you're think you're right. Having a fight with your girl about some shit that happened last week is like, well, two years ago. <laughs> yeah, it feels a lot like that to me. I've, I've seen a, a few posts here and there that are basically, uh, this is my opinion. I do not want to have a conversation about it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and if you're sharing it, why do you? 
even put it out there then? Like, that's what I don't understand. If you're not willing to have a dialogue, <laughs> why are you saying anything? Yeah, don't don't put it somewhere people can randomly respond and anybody can respond. Just shut the fuck up. Then. I, yeah. I, I don't mean to put uh, our friend Bobby on blast or nothing. But hey, hey, hey! He just came out to have a good time. <laughs> and I but, uh, I'm not just talking about Bobby. I, want oh, I know. To, I, I'm just talking. I've seen I know. I know. I know. Plenty of people doing yeah. this. And also, speaking of Bobby, listen to the newest episode of Nerd for <laughs> Strangers, which features me as a guest host talking about WrestleMania. I break the PG-13 barrier of the show and talk about Bang Bros. <laughs> <laughs> and say fuck multiple times. Bang Bros. Isn't Bang I'm Bros. Rated R superstar? Didn't uh. <laughs> Ariel always say that Jose looked like one of the Bang Bros, or, or was that Bang Bus? Are the Bang Bros and oh, Bang Bus the Bang Bus too? And Bang <laughs> Bros drive the Bang Bros, obviously. Yeah, I I always figured yeah. they drove it. Yeah, yeah, I bring up both of them, and I also said I was gonna fuck Jose on the show. So oh oh, oh whoa, whoa. <laughs> one of my one of my favorite God, things that Bobby wrote was about how oh, people say that you know. Batman v Superman was too bleak. Well, I hope you enjoy your Captain America Civil War movie where a bunch of kids get blown up and Clone Thor kills a guy and all this whatever and like lists all this crazy shit that happened in like Civil War and the Age of Ultron comics and all stuff. And it's like, that's not the movie they're making, Bobby. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen in that movie. Like, I, they're not, that, that, that's, it's, that, that, no, that's not, that's not an accurate thing. So I'm not saying that everything that Bobby and or people on that side of the fence have been spouting about this conflict is insane fucking nonsense. <laughs> but that, Bobby, is some insane fucking nonsense. Sorry. Like, you're good shit, Bobby. But that shit was crazy. And I, Okay, I might be wrong, but I don't think the, the detractors are not liking Batman v Superman because it's dark and gritty. I think that was an argument. Fucking 45 minutes about how great, grim, and dark Daredevil was. Exactly. That was an argument yeah. against Man of Steel. But I think it is it is far from Batman v Superman's biggest problem. And to 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 be fair, those that enjoyed it, those that liked it, I, I'm happy for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I specifically I want, I want people to be able to enjoy this movie. Like that's I wanted to be able to. Enjoy I'm very it. happy for people that do it, like it. But it's I just went out like, of my way to not because they don't like it. It's right. a fucking movie. Right. I went out of my way to not say when i when in conversation with people who i knew enjoyed it i went out of my way to never shit on it you know like i would talk about the things that i liked right i would talk about things that were in it but i was very sensitive to not be like but i mean that plot right like that plot sucked. <laughs> like i was very careful to not shit all over it because i know that yeah. people were really looking forward to this the one thing else the one thing i said like whenever somebody asked me because i'm that fucking guy i would always ask me like, kind of like Batman be Superman, I said, yeah, it's okay, but, you know, Batman kills, like, ten dudes in it. And that really bums like, me out. Doesn't, <laughs> like, doesn't even blink. Doesn't even blink. Just runs through That's him. kind He's of like, as far oh, as I went with it. There's a car crashed with a guy that was driving. Let me grappling hook this, drag it down the block, hit it on a bunch of shit, and then throw it at two people who have kids. <laughs> <laughs> Kids. <laughs> like, uh, now now okay. your kids are orphans too. <laughs> now, <laughs> a, a, answer, answer me this question if somebody can. The the opening scene, well, the, the mini openings, the open, the second opening where 
it's another uh, Bruce Wayne story because you know, we started with the Bruce Wayne story in the Superman movie. But uh, it is called Batman v Superman, not Superman v Batman. Excuse me. <laughs> so <laughs> he, when he's driving, now there's that ship that's cutting through the city that's crashing. Right. What fucking ship is that? Like, that was I see I just watched Man of Steel the night before I went to that and uh there I don't remember so okay we watched the first the shit that Zod was piloting yeah we watched the first half hour yeah. of uh Man vs Man of Steel then we fast forwarded to the last half hour of Man of Steel because <laughs> we just couldn't handle that anymore and I pressed play precisely at the point where they were on the ship with Zod Superman did something. Zod said, don't destroy the ship. You'll destroy Krypton if you destroy the ship. Superman destroyed the ship, and that was the ship. Yeah, he says, Krypton had its chance. Laser eyes. Yeah. The ship was... <laughs> Just that was a big too. ship, wasn't it? Wasn't the ship they were on look like a fucking turtle's butthole? No, that was just a drop ship. Yeah. That was the ship that Lois was on with some other thing. Yeah. I think. Yeah, Trill Butt was the other one. Yeah. And then she fell out of it, and then Superman flew and caught her, and then he and Zod fought. Yeah, we just did this shit like a week ago, homie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I just don't remember seeing a ship that looked like that ship that Yeah, was that's the ship that was buried under the ice that Clark found with all the pussy doors. Yeah, but that, that ship was huge compared yeah, to... Yeah, but why ships. would that ship... That's why? Yeah, but they never had that ship. Yeah, why would that ship be metro, crashed in the metropolitan area, bro? That, that's totally the ship. Yeah, but when did that ship go down? When Superman, Superman with had his laser eyes. <laughs> mm. All right, get out. Get everyone. Get your DVDs. We'll do another commentary. hours to go, bitches. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm going to have to research that one and get back to you. And but I will say this. Avengers 1 was good. Too good, but he's not doing the next one. So I, I, I just don't know if Zack Snyder needs to be doing the Avengers. You mean Justice, Justice League? Is there a Justice League? I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. No, I, I don't think really it's going to happen. doesn't need to be doing the Avengers. The <laughs> Avengers. Please No. Please, please no. <laughs> like, he, he, 300, awesome. Because those guys are killers. You tell a great story with people that kill people. Watchmen, different, different ball game, what's all together. They have no, pro that Rorschach is cool with killing people. But Batman and Superman aren't cool killing people. And you're just making them cool with it. Because that guy, he fuck. You're going to tell me a guy gets hit with that much force and goes through two solid concrete walls. He walked away okay? Well, oh, no. The moment that. that happened, I was like, <laughs> that guy's dead. He's dead. You're just opening off with Superman continuing to be cool with killing. And then they're like, eh, why don't they like me? <laughs> oh, no. That wheelchair exploded. <laughs> Oh my god! I, I we need to isolate the audio of 
explaining the jar of piss and the exploded wheelchair. <laughs> and we need to open every episode with that or make a new intro to the show. I didn't say anything that was 100% accurate. <laughs> Here's that, my um, here's my what, biggest problem with the movie, and I didn't I didn't hate it, you know it was enjoyable at parts, but there's parts where were god awful. But whatever, it's all right. But the thing that kills me is it's they can say it's not marketed towards kids, but it's Batman and Superman, right? It so has a serial tie-in, right? Two right. serials, right? Can you imagine a kid sitting in the theater, seeing Superman sitting on a chair, dumbfounded? While people just burn and die around him, it's the most graphic scene of any fucking. You know, it's I'm, horrid, and I'm that's they, what they go with. I'm glad you brought that up because when they showed the scene of Bruce's parents getting shot, I'm I'm watching it and I'm thinking to myself, okay, every movie has to show that because I'm so sick of seeing Bruce's parents die and Uncle Ben die and all of these origins that they just do over and over and over again. But I was like, they've got to show it because every one of these is some kid's first Batman movie. Right. You know, so they've got to show it because it's some kid's very first Batman movie and they have to show it. Yeah, so that kid gets the experience. Sure. And, but then I'm watching it and I'm like, no, no, this is not for children. You do <laughs> right. not need to show the origin in a thing that is clearly not for children. Like this should be no kid's first Batman movie. No. Everyone seeing this movie should be well versed in who Batman is. Yeah. On the other every side of last that Batman movie. Yeah. At at work, let me tell you what five year olds get the most excited about. That's the Walking Dead action figures. <laughs> kids fucking love Walking Dead. When we were so at Playfair, kids are gonna like this. Kids are gonna go to this movie and they're gonna like this movie. When we were at Playfair and we interviewed a bunch of kids about what their favorite thing was, it was almost unanimous that it was the Batman Superman Batmobile. Everyone was stoked for Batman Superman. Well, and if you find those kids today and do a follow up, they're just all really bummed out. Like they'd yeah. probably like it because kids are getting kind of fucked up. That's true. <laughs> My kids have some dark shit sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> now, let's uh, let's let's go to the let's go to the phones, go to the emails real quick, and then we'll bomb the fuck out of here. Okay. It's getting Wait, late. Can I talk about my real life experience? Oh, please, please. Okay. So yeah, I talked about the the internet experience. Let me tell you about the real life experience. If because this is for those of you keeping score at home, Kelly worked in a comic book store. I work at a comic shop. I would wager that the amount of conversations I had about this movie over my my shifts on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday were in digits. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're getting all kinds of feedback. Jose, what are you doing? What am I doing? You sound like shit. He's refilling the Swedish meatballs at the wedding. <laughs> He's got his release my- radio going. I was grabbing my cup of Dom Perignon. Oh my god. Okay, Kelly. You can't do that shit on a live mic. Yeah. <laughs> Learn how to mute your Skype or leave it in the other room. Okay, Kelly. Sorry. Okay. So I had probably I had enough conversations that I would wager was over a hundred different conversations. And everyone on both sides of the topic of of the divide were pretty super ecstatic about how they felt. They either really <laughs> liked it or they really hated it. And they were insistent that I see their point of view. <laughs> Mind you, I didn't see the movie. So, like, what, my favorite one, I think he, re- he really didn't like it. But let me tell you a part of our dialogue when he says, you know the part where they kill Superman? 
you don't care about spoilers, right? <laughs> and I was like, well, I don't, but thanks. <laughs> it's like, you're doing a good job at that no spoilers thing. But yeah, it's like everyone, it was even more so than I saw online, wanted you to agree with them. And it's like, I didn't see this movie. I won't agree with you either way. <laughs> I yeah. can't. I'm not going to say, yeah, you're right, it's a great movie, or yeah, you're right, it's really bad. I haven't seen it. And at this point, I don't want to see it because everyone is so goddamn insufferable about it. And let's, let's also not, not, you know, it can be undersaid that, you know, I love our people in chat room as much as anybody else, man. They're, they're good people, but, like, it's like, you motherfuckers are grown. <laughs> like, you're adults. Calm your tits for five minutes. Like it's, it's, it's okay. Like you know, the motherfucker, you're a thirty-three. There's a reason <laughs> you should be that mad about a Superman movie. <laughs> There's a reason why I was on social media yesterday with a tranquilo campaign. Trying <laughs> <laughs> to get her to the fuck down. Uh, the uh, Lee's calm your tits reminds me when Thursday I saw the headline on Twitter of the cast and director of Batman v Superman defending the movie against critics. I'm like. Oh, we all need to calm down. This shit ain't even out yet. And we're already defending it. Like, everybody needs to chill. Yeah, it's just... It's not... It's not a pleasant experience to talk about. And I just don't... I don't want to see the movie. And, like, no one has made me want to see this it's movie. Fake, it's all fake bullshit. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's fucking... It's playtime. It's so yeah. weird that... I don't... I'm not sure how Kelly would react to the movie. Because, you know, he didn't like Man of Steel. He hated Man of Steel, but... I don't like this that. This movie is such... <laughs> it's 50-50. It, it's like, it's a coin flip. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he'd like it or if he'd hate it. Like, I, I am... might take the Punisher Warzone way and be like, this is awful, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> no, because it's not awful and you love it. Like, it's not it's Punisher not Warzone. So, it's not so bad it's good. Right. right, yeah, definitely not that. It's, it's just a, it's a sloppy mess. Like the and parts, that's a good kind. Exactly. The parts of it that are bad are not bad in a way where you're like, you know, oh, ha, 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 like, you know, this is this is just awful and I love it. It's just, it's it's more like a letdown bad where you're just kind of like, what is, what's going on? It's, like, why why is this happening? Why are we spending time here when there's other places? Yes. You need to be explaining. Yes. yes. So much of the first half don't matter. So much of the first half was stuff that we didn't need to see. That and there's not, so much that we need to see that we didn't get yeah. to. That's so Almost weird. Everything with Lois and, and and here's what's funny is the lesson that that you can kind of bitch about that he didn't get in the first one from his parents, you got Lois trying to teach him now. Which should have been done in the first one. And all that shit is, is garbage. Like, why are you setting him up? He should be on trial for what has already happened. And in 18 months, not only have you rebuilt the city, you've built a huge-ass Superman statue memorial. So weird. Yeah, like, who signed off on that? <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck's your priority, city? And in... Like, they had it, money left over from the rebuilding of the city. Like, hey, we got a bunch of extra metal. You guys want to build a fucking Superman memorial? But at <laughs> the same time, is how can you even say there's still people split on how they feel about Superman if you're making a memorial with a statue of him? 
Yeah. Like, why are you erecting a statue to somebody that everyone's kind of like, eh, I don't know about this guy. Yeah. Like, we don't have a Trump statue anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Yet. Yeah. <laughs> but I, 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 this is what I need to see. I need to see, give me all the footage, all the footage, and let's do a recut. Like, just just give us everything you got. Anything that was shot, give it to us. Let us do a little recut. We may, we may need oh to reshoot God. some shit. Yeah, but. like, that's... It's, it's hard. It's hard to think of a recut of this because there's so much stuff that's, that that those of us who didn't like it don't like about it that is just entrenched in the fabric of it. Like... I don't know if you could cut out Batman and Superman killing a bunch of people. I don't know I, how I well could. I don't know how well you could cut out Lex Luthor. Uh probably not. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. We may have to reshoot some shit. Okay, okay. So cut him out altogether and use Smallville Lex Luthor. <laughs> yeah. Just rotoscoping man every scene. <laughs> <laughs> Just never have him on camera with the other characters. Just anytime Smallville Lex Luthor was by himself, cut those out and, and mix them in. Oh my god, there's Paul a Robert project Robert in there Regan somewhere. Alright, do the mail let's get the fuck out of here because my ass is getting trapped. Okay, let's do the Sorry. mail. Alright, we got an email from... Look at all this fan mail! <laughs> uh, Mahoney writes in last week. I missed this one before, apparently. Oh. Uh, Michael Shannon. Yes. When he writes in. <laughs> hang on, hang on. <laughs> Wait, is this question for Michael Shannon? Uh, I don't remember it, so maybe. Remember when Michael Shannon came to C2E2 that year and then lost his mind when someone tried to frame Josh and Jeffro for a fake dating <laughs> profile? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that now. <laughs> Deep cuts there. Oh, Michael Shannon. All right. Uh, then uh, Shark writes in. This is uh, to popcast at panelsonpage.com. He writes in, hey, gang, uh, it's WrestleMania week, and I promised a buddy I'd find the commercial for the Stone Cold Creamery. What episode was that in? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, episode 316. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely an episode 316. But there was Sorry. one prior to that, which... Yeah, um, there was another one, but I don't know about that one. Definitely an episode 316. How about this? I'll fucking put both of them in this episode. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> As a little bonus for you guys having to listen to us. Yeah. Uh, so I'll keep this short since it's the BVS episode tonight. I didn't love nor hate BVS. There you go. A little moderate action from Shark. Uh, I feel that if the title characters were not in it, it would have been an average action movie. Uh, the good, I enjoyed Batfleck. Uh, Wonder Woman's battle scenes and the dual funeral scenes. You know, we really didn't talk enough about how goddamn good... Wonder Woman. It was cool seeing the lasso. I thought stupid. that was cool. The, uh, the lasso. It would have been. Great. It would have been cool seeing her rope him in. Right. Right. Like but, you see it, and you're like, "Oh shit!" They fucking put the lasso in here, but we didn't get any explanation. She. Not that she we need everything explained. Like, yeah, but show us you. If this is the first time we're seeing the lasso on big screen, show it to us. Yeah, yeah. Well, but you know that they have the whole second separate movie for that. So I guess I really can't be too mad. At yeah, that. but but the second yeah, movie no, is in 1918. That. Like, yeah. yeah, fuck that. 
No, you show us that now. That was they cool, though, too. Her. Revealed, like, you know, the, the old picture with, like, old-ass uh, sepia tone, Chris Pine. Look, look at that shit. Yeah. Not Steve Trevor at all. She was, she was shot like Godzilla. She's badass. Like, every time she was about to do something, they cut away from her. Like, there was uh, that one scene where, where she went to jump, and then they cut away. Where's she jumping? She's about to get down and dirty. Well, you they had away. nine other subplots that they needed to service. Jose, yeah. give them a break. The uh, <laughs> one of the one of the best parts I thought with her was she he, he like hit her. He somehow he connected, and she just got this like kind of smirk yeah. of just kind of like oh oh I'm gonna fuck you up for that. Yeah, she was like, strong and she was beautiful and uh, fucking great. The great. Yeah. Well, she 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 cut that motherfucker all over the place. Oh yeah. Hmm. And then it says, uh, the bad, uh, Doomsday, uh, the Batman-Superman fight ending over Martha, Olsen being killed for no real reason and no real acknowledgement, and the weird descent into madness of Lex. Uh, also, when did he decide that Batman was a threat? And when did Gotham Metropolis become separated by a lake? <laughs> the good one, uh, Matt Shark. Yeah. When did who become- decide if Batman was a threat? Lex? Yeah. I don't think he decided Batman was a threat. He knew that Batman stole the kryptonite, and I think he used Batman as a pawn because he's like, well, if Batman's going to steal the kryptonite, I'll just let Batman kill Superman. Well, I mean, it sounds like he basically knew Batman would steal the kryptonite in the first place because by this point, he already knows Batman is Bruce Wayne. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Remember when I said that Lex should always be ahead of everybody else? He shouldn't be ahead of everyone else like that. Right. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. just, yeah. that's, that's yeah. a little too far. There's a limit. Yeah. Um, Gerard your loins. Bobby writes in. Let's see here. Bobby writes in to the Earthers. He says, hey, Earthers. It's me, your almighty, off, not imitated king of all space here, swapping you out an email on my actual Android. It is for real robots. That's, good. that's, that's a good line, Bobby. Uh, I'm in here at Denny's, just, it's way outside the Horsehead Nebula. There's some, god damn it. You did this, Mahoney. I didn't. You are. I wish I had written in as Bobby with his review of <laughs> You are responsible <laughs> for this. Just remember that. This fucking space nonsense is all your fault. Uh, there's some guy here who says he's Kanye West, but I don't think it's probably not him. <laughs> <laughs> Stop that local theater out my way and saw Batman versus Alien Dawn of the Ringe Apocalypse. Uh, it was actually pretty good. Uh, we don't get many Earth communications out in space. Earth is spelled U-R-T-H, by the way, kids. Uh, it was presented as anti-Earth propaganda at the theater. They all have a powerful hate for aliens. Mighty powerful. Also, Kelly, you're the number one R-rated superstar for life. Zweet with a Z. It's a thing in space that royalty does. Uh, Look, I've got to go. They just brought me my Dr. Doom over a hammy. (laughs) That's pretty funny. (laughs) Space is crazy beyond on the times. Like when you go into an Apple store and see they're trying to sell you a printer. One of those weird ones from the 80s that prints everything on a one long sheet of horizontal paper like that weird green borders with little holes along the side. That's kind of funny too, Bobby. You know what? Fine, Bobby. That's all right. That's That's a solid email, right? I would like to point out I would like to point out that I am responsible for that email. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now that we've all enjoyed it, I will take the credit. He said, now that you have all fallen into my trip, <laughs> that is my work. 
You're welcome. P.S. Kelly, you're to be knighted by the Space King Jose. You're being re-knighted. The committee is still in session. Kelly, you're now the R-rated Archduke of the large Magellanic cloud. I guarantee you he Googled celestial bodies and came up with large Magellanic cloud. Uh, other knights are coming soon, probably. We've got to... Space people, I, I'm over this. I'm done with this. <laughs> I, that last part, I wasn't responsible for that last part. That last part. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm done with that. I'm fucking done with that. Uh, uh, we then um, got some uh, voicemail action. Voicemails, yes. 616-951-1-POP. Take it away, Mr. Nice. All right. Hey there, guys. It's Justin. Um, calling in to talk and give my brief thoughts on... Batman versus Superman, Dong of Justice, as I like to call it. So, anyway, wait, did um, he say Dong of Justice? He said Dong. <laughs> that's not the right Batman versus Superman, Dong of Justice, as I like to call it. Oh, that's a, anyway, that's a dong. Um, <clears throat> calling, um, because I, while I liked the movie, it's not it's not as bad as the critics are making it out to be. However. In my personal opinion, it's not the movie that DC fans deserve. I think that the the Doomsday ending should have been the Justice League ending. Um, I also think that Jesse Eisenberg was just, I don't know what he was as Lex Luthor. I kept on <laughs> wanting um, to sort of replace him with Kevin Spacey's Luther from Superman Returns. Far better Luther, in my opinion, than Eisenberg. And he was a subpar Luther to begin yeah. with. <laughs> right. I was just thinking that same thing. I was like, he was not very good. But still. But God damn, he was bald at the beginning of the but, fucking movie. But still, I'll, I'd take it. Um, he fucked an old lady for money. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that really impressed me was that in fighting style, you can't tell me that that's not directly lifted from the Arkham games. Um, anyone who says otherwise either is just, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but, um, I really like all that man stuff. Bit. I thought it was turning and, into the go fuck um, yourself. <laughs> I thought so too. I was like, oh man, he's going to tell me that Wendy sucks. Here it comes. While Put a frosty in your ass. The <laughs> film that I think that DC fans deserve I think that Warner Brothers could have done far less, far worse, I mean. That being said, some other big problems on the head of the movie have convinced me that Zack Snyder should not be working on any more DC films. Anyway, that's it for my opinions. Um, Talk to you guys soon. Thanks. Bye. Way to keep it calm and collected and measured, Justin. Oh, oh. Can we briefly touch on uh, the people who said that the negative reviews of Batman versus Superman were paid for by Marvel fans? Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's, that's just silly. Right? Because <laughs> if there's one thing Marvel has proven over the years, I like spending money on frivolous shit. Yeah. Like, oh, no, like, no, 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 no. If, I know how to torpedo this movie. If 
Marvel was gonna pay critics for bad reviews for anything, it would be for fucking X-Men movies. Right. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. What's crazier? The idea that Marvel people were paying for the bad reviews, or my idea that Batman vs. Superman was made by the Illuminati to distract us <laughs> from the fact that Ted Cruz is the real Zodiac killer. <laughs> I actually think it is more likely that uh, Zack Snyder is being paid by Marvel than all of these critics. <laughs> oh, they fucking it's a it's a Vince Russo situation. Oh my god, not familiar. <laughs> he says, "I do not get that reference." We determined. We determined. We determined, uh, we determined last night that uh, Mahoney is the Undertaker of not having watched WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> but he has a better record, uh, th- uh, thirty-one and zero. <laughs> All right, uh, Ben sent us a voicemail. Hey, podcast, it's Ben, uh, long-time listener, maybe tenth-time caller. Ah. Um, so yeah, Batman v Superman. Uh, figured you all be talking about it uh, this week because everybody is. Um, the weird thing about this movie, I didn't like it at all, but I find it infinitely <laughs> fascinating. I can't stop thinking about it. And I think I've pinned down why. This movie is 2016 in a nutshell. Think about it. Within the movie, everyone's pissed off at each other. Everyone's freaking out about the legality of aliens. Everyone's willing to fight before they're willing to talk. And everything is controlled by a douchebag billionaire with an axe to grind. Make of that what you will. Talk to you later, guys. Bye. Fucking mic drop. Jesus Christ. He says, you know what? I'm going to blow your mind, and I'm fucking <laughs> moonwalking out this bitch. He's right. Like, there was one point where the fever pitch of the arguments on either side had gotten to the point where I was just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not forget that the country is fucking in huge trouble, you guys. <laughs> right. let's, all, let's all take a moment, take a deep breath, and remember that tiny little bird that landed on Bernie Sanders' podium. <laughs> but, uh, but last thing real quick before we rock, uh, sign off there's some chain or some theater I forget it's either like, well, some, like an art house theater or maybe a chain out west that offered up uh, ahead of time a like you know, Batman v Superman oh, super yeah, yeah, pass yeah. Right? see it as many times as you want deal right yeah, yeah. but it was like a hundred bucks or something yep it's something crazy like that. Like, you know, if you Which give me a hundred bucks, you'll, you know, we'll give you this fucking little plot, little card, and you can see this shit every day if you want. One, fuck you. <laughs> That's a ridiculous thing to offer somebody. Two, like, I know people that have had parents die. I think I feel more sorry for the person that bought that than I do them. <laughs> Because your parents are going to die anyway. <laughs> like, you made a choice to buy this fucking thing. Like, that's a bad life decision. Okay, but I, I know th- there's a dude that writes for the Outhousers that is seeing it every day for 30 days. You know oh, it. Oh, Jesus. But I, I feel he like... Lose, he lost his fantasy football league? Is that what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like if you buy that in advance before seeing it for the first time, either you're buying it for the novelty of it, like the guy from the Outhouser, and he, he's doing it as a social experiment, or... You're going to love the movie no matter what. And I think, and not to degrade anyone's opinion who liked or loved the movie, but I think a lot of, uh, some some people accuse those that hated it of going in already predestined to hate it. 
But I think on the other side, there's a lot of people that were going to love it no matter what. Yeah, because it was Batman sure. versus Superman on the big screen for the first time. They threw Wonder Woman in there too, and and it it was it's a moment in time. It's it's yep. you you can't it, this this will never happen again. This this moment. But it was more like a band aid that eventually had to come off. Ah, right. Like now, but they could rebound from this. They're just going to have to put it in some other people's hands. They're making a shitload of money. Like, Oh, they are. But I'll tell you what. Suicide Squad's going to make this movie look bad. I'll be interested to see what happens like, in the next few weeks. Like how word of mouth travels. Like, so, I, I read this thing that said that the, uh, the Friday to Sunday decline on this is like the biggest in history. So Tito sent me some really interesting figures on that. I guess I don't, I don't remember them all and I don't want to have to pull it up. But they opened it. Everywhere, like they opened it in the U.S., Globally, China, all yeah. these, like all worldwide, the, the same day, all the same day, which almost never happens. Never happens. Almost never happens. They opened it an hour earlier on Thursday, which I noticed because yes. one or some somebody was going to like a six o'clock or a five o'clock showing, yep, and I was, was like, one. "What?" And uh, that got them an extra showing, like like right. countrywide, right? Like yeah. an extra Thursday night showing. They basically front loaded. They did everything they could to get as many people in that first weekend as they possibly could. And the conspiracy theory there was, we got to get them all that first weekend because the second weekend, this shit's going to drop. Oh, no. It's going to be beaten in the box office by God's Not Dead 2 next week. No. (laughs) But see... God's not dead is going to kill it in the box office. I don't don't know if it's going to drop because, like I said, the reactions I'm seeing... Besides this conversation right here and this chat, the reactions I'm seeing are overwhelmingly positive. Oh, they love it in India. It globally it will kill. Domestically, it's going to drop off. We shall see. We'll we'll check in on our good friends in Metropolis next week. <laughs> Any party hey. words before we wrap this shit up? Yes. I gotta pee like crazy. Yes. What do you got? Uh, so we were trying to figure out. Where where this movie stands in regards to quality, and uh, two movies were brought up: Green Lantern and Wolverine Origins. Ooh. And I say it's, it's, it's better than both of them. I disagree. Right up, right off the top, I'm going to say that due to expectations and due to the names on the marquee and the years and years of buildup, that what ended up on the screen is inherently worse than what we got from Wolverine Origins and Green Lantern. Because Hello. of Wolverine, no. BVS, Green Lantern. Yeah, it is not worse than Green Lantern. I'm I'm gonna put Batman v Superman on par because of expectations and because of the level of this disappointment. I'm putting it on par with Spider Man three. Oh eh. I think Amazing Spider-Man 2 is a better comparison. I loved Amazing yeah. Spider-Man 2! Oh, well, yeah, I, yeah, I like that movie. You liked Man of Steel, of course you but would. But I think, I think there were, there's Wait, a lot the of parallels. There's you know a lot what? of parallels. Look, <laughs> but the, Spider-Man, the Spider-Man 3 trailer looked amazing. We had our doubts from the Batman vs. Superman trailers. Like, we walked in to Spider-Man 3 thinking this is going to be amazing right. and got let like, down. We walked into Batman versus Superman knowing 
oh, this could be garbage. Yeah, I, I but I'm Spider-Man three. Like I liked it. Like I didn't kind of like I liked it, right? And then it wasn't until like a week later I'm like, that was fucking awful. What? Yeah, What's worse just have though? To be out of the house, and you know, yeah, probably had some popcorn. And Spider-Man, you know. What is worse, Venom, kind of thinking that it's going to be awesome and being let down, or thinking it's not going to be great and then still being let down? I just think overall, as far as like a movie, I think it, yeah. I, I still say Wolverine, BVS, Green Lantern. It, so, it yeah. is not worse than Green Lantern. But, and no I'm way. just saying, saying pers- my personal feelings. I feel like from the minute that movie started, I was bored from scene to scene. I was uh, this the scenes were boring and I was bored and and I was just waiting for the scenes from the trailers the cool shit mm-hmm. and then when those scenes came around I was bored with those scenes cuz I had already seen them <laughs> so I was waiting for those to end to only get to more boring shit so it was just it was just a vicious cycle of me be- getting more and more bored as this movie Fucking went on. Emotionally yo-yoed yeah. two and a half hours. Not even yo-yo. It was it was just further and just further down. And our our showing was I think at eleven forty five a.m. on Friday. So we left the house around nine thirty ten o'clock. I feel like we didn't get home till five. It it, <laughs> it killed an entire day. But, we got go. Right, so my, my one last thought: we went to go see it on IMAX, and it's like twenty eight bucks. Right. Well, it's Jeez. beautiful. Film. Oh, I and, skipped and IMAX. IMAX 3D, it's really cool to look at. But going in, they gave us this. They called it like a collectible ticket thing. It was like a four by six hard plastic movie ticket with the Batman versus Superman logo. Like you're going to break it in half and go on a fucking adventure with Jack Slater. Right. Yeah. It's this <laughs> giant thing. And at first it's like, Oh, this is neat. And then we quick quickly realized like, you can't put this in your pocket. It doesn't fit in the cup holder. I have to sit here for three fucking hours <laughs> to find something to do with this giant plastic ticket thing that kind of looks neat, but it's really a pain in my ass for the next three hours. <laughs> And I really feel like that kind of sums up the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm done. <laughs> awesome. I had that same experience when Tito and I saw Dark Knight Rises at the early premiere in New York. They gave us a comic, and I was like, "What am I? Where, where do I put this? Where do I put this for this entire movie?" And then I had to carry it. I had to carry it because I I was traveling. I I rode in from New Hampshire to New York for this movie and was going back at the end of the movie. And so you can't bring like a backpack into the theater because they think you'll try to blow it up or bring snacks in, which I'm not sure which would be worse for them. And (laughs) so I have literally like, (laughs) yeah, this this was, you know, you saw a preview screening. So it was before uh, the actual shooting at Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. So. I have nowhere to put this thing, nowhere to carry it in, nothing nothing to do with it. I have to bring it all the way home. I tried to give it to a kid on the street who looked like I was trying to stab him. Like, <laughs> I was like, I wound up throwing it out. I was like, I can't believe I held this for the whole movie, and now I'm just th- throwing this in the trash. Kelly? You didn't see it? Doesn't matter. Okay, never mind. Sorry. Jose? I found out that my mom's favorite movie is Hustle and Flow. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell you that her favorite position is reverse cowgirl. Oh, oh up top, mine too. <laughs> you guys. 
My favorite position is reverse cowgirl with Jose's mom. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to... I need to see it again. But I don't want to see it again in the theaters. I avoided watching it on IMAX... I'll and in 3D, because I was not paying that much. Yeah, but I, I need to see. If I, I need en- to see all the footage, if I enjoyed it, I would have seen it again in full IMAX because they did shoot a bunch in IMAX. Like the nightmare scene was IMAX. The oh, the awesome. death of the Waynes was yeah. in IMAX. But not not worth going back. No. And definitely not worth the initial price of buying it in IMAX. Speaking of that nightmare scene. Uh, on Friday at work, we were doing the reorder, and we got the Batman Superman Pops figures in. There's a pop of the Batman in the trench coat, and okay. the name on it just says Nightmare Batman. <laughs> <laughs> like, huh, I guess that explains that scene. Right. I, that's been pretty well known for a while now, I think. That yeah, they kind of ruined that a while ago. Look, when, when the director's cut comes out and we get all the footage, there's going to be a pop cut. And we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. I get out with that. What with it? Uh, did you guys because... watch the deleted scene that they released uh, yesterday? I read about it. I watched it. Oh, did they actually release it? I didn't. I I heard about it. Yeah. I didn't oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. they, they because now it's putting out fires. Now it's yeah. trying to make sense of everything you've seen. But it kind of it answers some questions and creates like ninety more questions. Right. Yeah. Because it, it's cool to see Lex down and dirty. See, like that scene that could have been the point where him seeing that vision and being in that blood or whatever the fuck he was in made him go bald. Like, like, give it to us there, not. Well, time to shave inmate one two five sixty nine. <laughs> yeah, man, I wish they would have locked up Lex on the same cell block as Punisher. And how <laughs> how long does it take Lois Lane to grab a great uh, fucking handful of dirt and finally throw it on the coffin? He's very sad. I mean, we didn't she... talk about the fact that they killed Superman in this fucking movie <laughs> <laughs> because it. it... It didn't matter. Who gives a shit? (laughs) (laughs) But I will say this. Killing Superman. (laughs) They they better have. They better have. No, they should have killed Lois. Don't tell me. They should have killed Lois. Don't tell me that everything bad is going to happen because Lois dies and then don't kill her. Yeah, when a time traveling pederast tells you Lois has to die, you have no choice but to kill Lois. Sorry. And she was never. She was never in danger by anybody that. He could be mad at. But also, if you're going to kill Superman, kill him. Like, and keep him dead. Like, don't even tease us that he's alive in that coffin. Don't make no fucking dirt. Superman kills Doomsday and he fucking comes back. That's his whole fucking jam. Guys, you're missing out on something. The movie was released on Good Friday. God damn it! Superman (laughs) died the same day Jesus died. In in the movie Chronological... Timeline, I guarantee he'll be back in three days because he's fucking. Damn it, you're so. right. Or, well, no, never mind. I had a thought and it was totally fucked up, so that's fine. Well, three days later from that, if you watch the movie now, he doesn't. He comes back with a fucking sweet ass mullet. 
<laughs> and, oh, and another half hour worth of footage that makes everything make sense. Mahoney was talking about how he would have liked this movie to start with Darkseid, right? Right, Mahoney? That whole yeah. story? See, I would have preferred they do Man of Steel 2 and they deal with the fallout from Man of Steel. They do the whole Senate hearing and they build Lex Luthor and they build that nice. Lex Luthor, yeah. Superman, uh, whole, whole fucking deal. And Bruce Wayne is there in the movie the entire time. At the end, you get a Batman tease. Then, right, but only Bruce Wayne shit that whole. Then you do Batman v Superman, and just do Batman v Superman. Don't do Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice because that muddies up the waters. Ugh. Just do Batman v Superman, and no Doomsday. And then Justice League is Doomsday, and you kill Superman at the end of it. Right. And then everyone has their solo movies where there is no Superman or it's their origin. Like That'd be great. You know what? That's a great point. That's like in Muppets Take Manhattan when all the Muppets have to go their separate ways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they call them Gil for, for no reason. Like, yeah, they all have to get fucking real jobs. And Bill. And Bill. <laughs> I really like Muppets Take Manhattan, you guys. I'm just saying. It's really good. The, it, it, it got away from them. It got away from him. He was he he, he did a, a good enough man of steel to keep the momentum going to where they gave him the keys to everything. And he got too many keys on his fucking chain and he lost track of what doors he opened and what doors he locked and he's stuck in the lobby. And I don't, I don't... <laughs> I don't necessarily blame him though, because I don't know to what extent these things were his idea. And Warner Brothers is like, no, 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 no. We really want to make an Avengers movie, so get your shit together. Let's go. Right. We, we like, want to make an Avengers with our guys. But as a director, it's his overall vision. Yeah, like true. Zack Snyder's, Zack Snyder's being held like this is Yeah, but his... also, like, you know, Warner Brothers gives you $250 million. You know what the fuck Warner Brothers tells you to do. Right, but how much of the movie was the studio, but... Like, you know, obviously Fox, with, I mean, with Fantastic Four, the whole thing was Ugh, he's yeah. saying the studio stuck their nose in everything. But right. we're not hearing that coming out of this movie. All we're hearing is Zack Snyder defending That's true. It. But nobody's saying, oh, there, Warner Brothers made us put Doomsday in. There's definitely some studio interference there, but I think at its base, Zack Snyder and the screenwriters are are responsible. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But at so we, some got, point, uh, we, got, we got Civil War in a couple months. Oh, man, got, I am so excited for Civil War. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, <we> got, <laughs> seriously. And then we got Suicide That was going to be my review. What, Lee goes to me and says, Nice, what do you think about Batman v Superman? Super excited about Civil War, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks great. And then we got Suicide Squad after that. And then we got fucking... Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. And then we got Luke Cage off in there somewhere. Like, it's so strange to me that there's a Doctor Strange movie coming out this year. Yeah, it's happening. Like this year, we're yeah, going to see well, Doctor Strange. This year, we got like November. We, we in like yeah. months. We should probably expect a trailer by the time Civil War comes out, right? I would imagine oh, we'll definitely have a trailer at Civil War. I hear Aren't that they there might be it right now. I hear there might be three post-credit scenes in Civil War, they, so we might see Doctor Strange. I'm okay with it. They might be wrapped on Doctor Strange by now. They might be. Yeah, they were definitely shooting it because there was set photos of uh, the villains a while ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and then there was that one video I posted of him doing the motion capture. On the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. No bullshit. 
Uh, I saw. Well, I, I assume that's from Desolation of Smog. Yeah. Or one, I think one of the Hobbit Sherlock, movies. Yeah. And no, I actually Smog. saw the that movie on FX, but all I could see was Benedict Cumberbatch <laughs> as a pissed off cat. <laughs> I gotta say, that was really. If you paid me to be a dragon, I would not be crawling around on the floor like that. So props <laughs> to that guy. So yeah, if you didn't like it, there's hope for you in the future. More shit coming down the line. If you didn't like it, good for you. I'm um, disappointed with the amount of shit talking that there was on Facebook and Twitter that more people didn't email in or call in or Skype in or Well, leave I could have, you know, read the Facebook thread, but I'm very confused. And, and I feel like next week I feel we'll get a few more emails and voicemails. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, telling you to fuck Wendy's. Yeah. <laughs> Stick a fuck frosty Wendy. in your butthole. <laughs> Putting a frosty in your butthole sounds like one of the worst experiences you've ever had. Like, forget about how cold it would be, but just the act of trying to force it up there. It, it sounds horrible until you have hot wing shits. Then it might yes. be really good. Yeah, that's exactly what, what I was thinking. Like, if you just ate a bunch of spicy food and you need to sit on a Frosty. <laughs> what if you, if you sat on the ghost pepper, then sat on the Frosty? Would they just negate... God, your asshole would become like your asshole would collapse into a black hole, and you would die. The universe would end. That is officially the only time it's not okay to dip your French fries in your frost. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the show this week. It's a it's a fun one. It's fun times. I'm so, sorry you know. if we alienated anyone. I don't feel like we. I feel like we shat on the movie pretty good. I don't feel like we shat on. The supporters of the movie too. Much. Oh yeah, not at all. Because if you're not getting fucking good, I'm glad. I'm happy for you. I wish I would like it more. I want all this shit to be good, you guys. That's right. That's I right. liked the stuff I liked in the movie. Yeah. I just really didn't like a lot of the things I didn't like. But you know, well. if you could be a uh, you know succinct and not an asshole about it, email us podcast at panelsonpages.com or leave us a voicemail at six one six nine five one. One pop. Hey, I say, and, if you want to be an asshole, fucking bring it. <laughs> oh, for sure. Seriously. <laughs> and we're going to, now point. I'm going to bookend this. What's happening in Justin's house right now is gayer than a butt plug shaped like the Hamburglar. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, that's God great that it. Goat's on the line for that. <laughs> <laughs> so for Jason Nyes, uh, Jose Guzman, uh, Mahoney sneaking in on us a little bit here. A yep. little bit. <laughs> yeah. Kelly and my good buddy Goat. I'm the, uh, the Lord Reverend Rodriguez. We'll talk to you guys next week at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central at chat.panelsonpages.com. Uh, this is by Batman. Love you, kids. Good night. Bye. He was the light in a dark night. He sparked fights. A bat on a silent wing with a harsh bite. Forged from the earliest of tragedies of watching the corruption of the city kill his family. And at a young age, he's faced with a decision Confront the situation that places his position And any man would understand If he packed his bags and left the streets there abandoned But not him, this man was different And he could always see the hope in the distance A past blind, but he opened his eyes to realize That he could almost see the change in horizon So he kept on to never be defeated The hero we deserve, not the hero that we needed and if you went back to that fateful day and asked the kid, he'd say, tomorrow's just a dream away. Is it family or purpose? Is it hell? Is it worse? Gotham is. Is it home? Is it perfect? 
Is it damned? Is it cursed? Gotham is. Is it progress change? Is it a losing game? Gotham is. The future. And ask Bruce Wayne. He'll say tomorrow's just a dream away. The night is always darkest when it's just before the dawn But every night he raises the darkness as the catalyzer calm A watchful protector, the brave and the bold Shepherd to the lost, a flame in the cold Was he the hope? No, but he was hopeful People of the city learn to stand on their own So he would lead the way And show them that tomorrow's just a dream away With bold plans of a brand new Gotham To rise above it, it starts at the bottom Rebuild the derelict and expunge the rancid with expansive plans is to modernize transit. Darkness fell, he knew they could beat it. The people all along were the heroes that they needed. And if you found the bat today, ask the man, he'd say, Tomorrow's just a dream away. Is it family or purpose? Is it hell? Is it worse? Gotham is. Is it home? Is it perfect? Is it damned? Is it cursed? Gotham is. Is it progress change? Is it a losing game? Gotham is the future And ask Bruce Wayne He'll say tomorrow's just a dream away That was wonderful! Bravo! I loved that! Oh, it was great! Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful! I was terrible! Get him away! Hey, boo! 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 Oh, hell yeah! This is the Texas Rattlesnake, Stone Cold Steve Austin, here to tell you about the grand opening of my new gimmick, Stone Cold Creamery. We take your favorite ice cream flavors. What? Mix them together with your favorite toppings. What? And you eat that some bitch, you little SOB. Austin316 says, We've got all the best ice cream and yogurt toppings in the whole damn world. We've got your hot fudge. What? Peanuts. What? Sprinkles. What? Butterscotch, what? Whipped cream, what? Crushed up Oreos, what? Brownie bits, what? Gummy bears, what? Peanut butter cups, what? M&M's, what? Marshmallows, what? And we'll even put a cherry on top of that son bitch. Give me a hell yeah! Choose from some of our best damn original ice cream flavors, like Dwayne the Rocky Road Johnson, what, the Big Red Velvet Monster, what, Apple Crisp Benoit, what, Heat Slater Crunch, what, Jamocha Jabroni, what, Brutus the Barber Beefcake Batter, what, CM Punk Chunk, what, Superstar Billy Graham Cracker? What? The Ultimate Warrioreo? What? And Hulk Hogan, we coming for you, Nilla. Give me a hell yeah. We'll put that some bitch in a sugar cone. What? A cake cone? What? A waffle cone? What? A small cup? What? A medium cup? What? A large cup? What? And for a limited time only, a 316 ounce can of whoop ass. Give me a hell yeah. 
Austin316 says, get your ass down to the Stone Cold Creamery during our grand opening and we'll give you a free ice cream on your birthday, you some bitch. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. This is the Texas Rattlesnake, Stone Cold Steve Austin, back to tell you about the best damn ice cream place in the world, Stone Cold Creamery. We take your favorite ice cream flavors, mix them together with your favorite toppings, and you eat that some bitch, you little SOB. Austin 316 says, we're proud to announce the opening of five brand spanking new Stone Cold Creamery stores in your area with locations in Death Valley, Dudleyville, Truth or Consequences, New Mexico, Bad Street, USA, and Parts Unknown. Enjoy our newest Stone Cold Creamery ice cream flavors, including Tito Santana Banana, The Wild Samoas, Raspberry Wyndham, Bad News Brownie, Pralines and Ming, Coffee Kingston, Sin Caramel, Death Bisexual Chocolate, Strawberry Horowitz, Antonio Inoki Lime Pie, Sherberto Del Rio, Coconut Beware, and that's not all. We've got the living legend Cherry Zabisco, Ricky the Dragon Cream Float, the Grape Muda, Tatsumi Fujinami, and Four Horse Mint. Give me a hell yeah! Get your ass down to the nearest Stone Cold Creamery, and that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so! Stone Cold Creamery is not affiliated with Stone Cold Steve Austin, Cold Stone Creamery, World Wrestling Entertainment, or its subsidiaries. Oh, hell yeah! Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.